0: Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go.
2: And away we go, boys and girls. What's up? Welcome into the Tuesday edition of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan Matt Peralt, props YouTube on the Twitter account at Boston versus the book. Bill Krakenberger coming on at 1.30 Eastern time, 10.30 our time. The crack man making his BBB debut. If you haven't heard this guy talk. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, what do we describe him as? Pro sports gambler, extraordinaire, yeah. world traveler, connoisseur of foods on both well, coasts? ask him. I don't know. <laughs> he's just
1: a guy who bests to me. But I mean, he does it well and he's got opinions and he's not afraid
2: to share them. Got a podcast, got all you know, sorts of fun yeah, stuff, so we'll get, into, guys, great. Yeah. we'll get into a yeah. little crack action coming up at 10.30 Pacific oh. Time, 1.30 oh. Eastern, Sports Grid TV. How are you? Good to see you guys. Thanks for tuning in tonight on the replay of this. And we start the show, Dave, with what I hope to have been an announcement, but it isn't really an announcement no. because I can't tell anybody where we're going to be yet. But right. we're waiting on this. This is what we're right. waiting on. I'm holding up a pen. We're waiting on a signature from one person at the property that we're going to be at on Thursday. Okay. Once we get that signature, then we'll tell you where we're going to be on Thursday. Okay. But all I can tell you is that we are on schedule to have the first live show from a Las Vegas strip property for BVB in our history on Thursday. 10 to 12 Pacific time, 1 to 3 Eastern. Did you, did you say, you said strip property, the Las Vegas strip?
1: Yeah. Okay. No, we allowed to say that. I'm just making sure. I just it's a big, it's a lot of properties. <laughs> I, well, that was good. That was good. That's a, it's, it's on the strip, which yeah. we didn't a say. Lot of places. Yeah, 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 a, yeah, 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 That's
2: a, that's a big, big swath strip. of prop proper. I mean, that's a, 2. what, 8 a nine,
1: how long? I think it's 2.8 miles. That's it.
2: It's all that Las Vegas Strip is. It feels a lot longer than that. Wow. I thought it was like four miles. Okay. So Mm -hmm. just sort of three miles of all those properties up and down. We're going to be at one of them. And we're going to be at one of the pools for one of them. (laughs) We just can't say which one. (laughs) (laughs) Can't can't say which one we're going to be at yet. We're going to be at one of them. I mean, literally, this has taken up two weeks of my life. This has been going through lawyers and going through redrafts and drafts. And when I'm like, I just want to do a show. Can we stop? I just want to do a show. And and finally, one of the guys at the property was like, can we just do this? Like, I don't care anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, let's just do this. We shouldn't care anymore. Right. It's not that big of a deal. So we're going to have t-shirts for you guys. Just the picks t-shirts for the first 50 people that show. Uh we're going to have, I was hoping to have BVB hats. We're going to have some, I don't know how many we're going to have. We didn't do this because we weren't positive it was going to happen. So we didn't get the hats. We may figure out a way to get that done. Our guys on call. Yeah. If we we need to get it done today or tomorrow, we may may be able to do that. If not, we're going to have other things to give away for you guys, but it's free and I'll tell you, hopefully tomorrow, first thing where we're going to be. So if you're going to be in Vegas or can be in Vegas, big shout out to SoCal DGEN. They are dealing with COVID. I, I, they, he was planning on coming in. He had made reservations. He was going to stay and be a part of it. And the vid got him and his family. So yeah, it stay healthy. We'll do, yeah,
1: we'll stay. Do, it ain't going to be the last time we do it, no. I hope.
2: No. So it, it'll be our first time going out and being a part of it. So when we can announce it tomorrow, or at least maybe on social media today, as soon as we get some type of nod, like, Hey, gotta tell
1: people. So people come, I don't want (laughs) to just sit with you. It's going to be me,
2: and It's going to be me, you and Farrah. Just get ready for that. Whoever shows is going to be an
1: added bonus. Farrah's going to bring the crowd. That's that. Let's go. Let's go. Ah. So
2: it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It'll be the show and then we'll hang out afterwards Just can't tell you where just yet. So hold on. Just give me another 12, six hours or so. I I got the text this morning saying, I'm not sure who's supposed to sign this on our end. And I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. So once we get that, once we get that taken care of, we'll be able to have this event and have a little, regardless, it's going to be a very nice shot. It won't just be this backdrop or that backdrop. It actually be a very cool backdrop. So, It'll be fun, regardless. So, looking forward to seeing What's wrong with how that go. drops. Now, it ain't cool. It is cool, but it's—I mean—there's more scenery than you and me. Oh, now you're promoting <laughs> the scenery. What oh, no. might be happening? This people might—people is- might be more inclined to see to, to watch us. For not you and me, if you know what I mean. I (laughs) I don't know what you mean, Matthew. What are you implying? I don't know. I'm just saying. There might be eye candy going on behind us. So that's about it. So I'm just saying. Uh, We'll have that coming up, hopefully, for Thursday's show. It's been a whole mess. I had to scramble. I thought it was off. I canceled the sitter. And then it's on. Now they got the sitter back. Like It's just been a whole... It's been a mess. So... This we is hope to, not. to me. I canceled the sitter.
1: I canceled the whole thing. I thought we were just doing the show, so you' will have to scramble on our end. We'll be fine. Okay. We'll okay. Yeah.
2: Yes. So it's uh, it's like it's like on the one yard line. So we just need to yeah. Sneak. Tom Brady, run this, sneak. Brady, Tom Brady, it. You know, snap over. You know, just to get the darn thing. So we're getting close. We're getting close. Hopefully, we get this taken care of, and then we can make announcement either social today or all over tomorrow. Then we'll talk about where we're going to be. But it is at a pool on the strip Thursday. That's the most I can say. I can't. I I can't say anything else. That's as close to talking about it it before they cancel. Shut the show down because yes, well, I mean, I'm hoping at this point they can't do that. On our end, we're good because we we got what we needed. Right. It's just up to them to John Hancock it, and we're good. So okay, good. All right. So Kyrie Irving claims he is being daring to be different. Yeah, By deciding to opt into a $37 million contract and not take $6 million from the L.A. Lakers. Genius. I mean, can this guy be any more unlikable than he is? I don't think he's, so. He is. I mean, he's up there in the sports, you know, pinata. Who want people to just like take wax at the guy? Yeah. He's on the Mount Rushmore right now with people <laughs> in sports that people are getting, you know, coming for and just taking complete full-on... Get the get the big stick and just whack them with it. This is news. This is well, it's not news, but he did have the whole NBA world for about twelve hours on pins and needles because he was going to destroy the Nets if he he walked away. It was never. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Thirty six million
1: dollars versus six. You figure it out, Kyrie. You're staying. Right.
2: Hey, you know math. Wow. Hey. <laughs> Flat earth, but you know math. So, right. hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he at least has that figured out. Now they're starting this this sign and trade nonsense talk. Um, like He wants, you know, supposedly what he wants is Steve Kerr fired. Uh, sorry, um, um, the coach of the Nets. Um, Steve Nash. Steve Nash, thank you. He wants Steve Nash fa- fired. That's oh, what he I mean,
1: wants. A lot of people want their bosses fired,
2: but don't mean he's going to do it. I don't know. I mean, well, <laughs> what's Steve Nash making? What's Kyrie going to make? That tends to win. Sports are different. you got to get
1: along. you got to figure it out. If you don't figure it out, you're not going to win. Like,
2: you can't. You, I don't you know. Can't. LeBron killed how many coaches in his career so far? That's what I mean. But
0: <laughs>
1: this so, is, I mean, you can. Yeah, but you LeBron didn't it. win with those coaches. He won with the guys that, you know, they won. And then he left. He didn't stay with Spolstra.
2: You know he left. Yeah, but he he was done in L.A. Cavs, and then he killed the Cavs coach, and then he went to L.A. He's killed two coaches so far in L.A. One once.
1: I mean, you bring Vogel in, win a championship
2: in a bubble, and then he's gone in a year. Right, and that's what I mean. Same thing. Nash will be gone this off season, Steve Nash will redefine or find his love of something. And I need to go find my passion and go play whatever or go do whatever. And he'll walk off. I mean, he was a bad hire to begin with. I mean, everybody was like, wait, what? Steve Nash? Like, what are you doing? So I, I, I think Steve Nash is if Kyrie stays. Now the sign and trade stuff is still being floated around. So if they say, look, we're going to keep Steve Nash. Sign and trade is going to be on the table. Lakers supposedly are very interested We'll talk more about that here in just one second, but Kevin Durant will stay. He's not going anywhere. So, Durant and Kyrie will both run it back. And they'll be what? Better or worse than last year?
1: I have no idea. Their bench, everything. I mean, I don't know who's on the team. Right. Like, they, they, they got what? Seven guys? Like, yeah. I think under contract or something right now, trying to just right. fill in the gaps or ask. KD and Kyrie, are you staying? I mean, I didn't even know if they were
2: staying until yesterday. Or, you know, who do you want to? How much cap space you've got? I mean, you would have freed up tons of money if Kyrie had walked. So, right.
0: So, I mean,
1: you put the odds as what are they? The fifth choice, fourth choice, somewhere in that neighborhood. I mean, it makes sense because people bet them. But Mm -hmm. don't forget, last year at this time, the Lakers were three to one to win the national or to win the basket NBA championship. And mm-hmm. the Nets were plus 250. Mm-hmm. It was a done deal that the Nets and the Lakers were going to play in the NBA finals. People were coming with bags of money in July to come to Vegas to dump all in on the Lakers coronation. I mean, ah like, give me the East Con- Eastern Conference teams. Give me, this, give me the Bucks. Give me the Celtics. You know, I know who's on those teams right now, and mm-hmm. I know they got. A, a, I think a better chance of getting to the Conference Finals than the Nets. Do you, the I mean,
2: do. do you think the Nets are even? No, Nets are the team to beat. They're the favorite mm-hmm. to me, and with me, I mean, if I'm putting pecking order in terms of teams to beat, I put number one Bucks, Boston, number two Sixers, number three Nets, number four. Hmm. Okay, I thought you said the Nets were the team to beat, the Bucks? No, no, the Bucs are the team to beat. Yeah, Bucks okay. are number one, Boston number two, three okay. would be Philly, and four would be the Nets. Okay. Today, I mean, we'll see what changes, roster adjustments they make, trades or whatnot. Now, you put Kyrie on the Lakers, I would slide the Nets down pretty far, but I don't think they're going to do that because the Kevin Durant, you need to do two trades and the dead cap space money after both those trades would be insane. I mean, I don't know. Does Russell do Westbrook you want two trades? because Kevin get- Durant would want out next. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so if Kyrie Irving leaves, Kevin Durant's not sticking around. Oh, so he, oh, oh. he's going to want out as well. So it's a complete and total rebuild. Unless you do something where it's a sign in trade, you trade Kyrie for Russell Westbrook. And the question would be, does Kevin Durant want to play with Russell Westbrook again?
1: If I was to make a number on that, I would have to make it no minus a million.
2: Well, given the way that they ended with each other, I would probably agree with you. Unless there was some major reconciliation that we have not been privy to. Those two dudes ripped each other yeah. after they after they played together. It was, yeah, not a pretty breakup. That was a, a very contentious divorce.
1: And I mean, time heals all wounds, but I don't think it jives. Like, I just don't, I don't think, until Russell Westbrook changes who he is, which he really has never done, it's not the easiest guy in the world to play with. KD got to have the ball. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that that jives. It's just just looking at it, I, I don't think that would work. Even even with years of experience and looking back at it in the past and going, look, we were young kids and you know we messed it up. Uh, it didn't work out. We didn't win. Okay. Like, let's figure it out now. I don't know. I mean, obviously,
2: Westbrook would have to acquiesce to to KD, no? I mean, they played together in Oklahoma City, so they understand how to... I mean, KD is not a guy who... He doesn't have to have the ball all the time. He wants the ball. But he went to Golden State, and he didn't have the ball all the time. So he can play in a system if he needs to. So, I mean, him and Westbrook and Harden were really good together for stretches. And then hero ball came in and who had the ball at the end of the game. It was always Russell Westbrook. What, what pissed off Kevin Durant that he didn't have the ball at the end of the game. That's yeah. what started this whole thing with Kevin Durant bouncing from team to team. So that's my, that's would be the question of like, do they have the ability to coexist now as veterans when they did not earlier in their careers? Right. So John wall is headed to the Clippers by all, all accounts been bought out by the wizards he will now go to join the LA clippers who last night you've often said watch the betting markets the betting markets did respond to this and now we have the clippers at plus 550 as the odds on favorite <laughs> to win the nba championship you don't like this clippers team as much as i do
0: no i like, I them, like a them a
2: lot i just how many championships have they ever won zero uh, um Who's a coach? You're making me blank. I know this, but now I'm forgetting. It's Doc, uh, Doc, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Doc,
1: Doc signed there? Doc was coaching a coach no, no,
2: in like Philly. No, no, no. no, no. He, he, hold on. coach the Clippers. I, that's why I'm blanking on it. Oh, that's right. That was like uh, like two years ago. Uh, Ty Lou. Sorry. Yes.
0: Okay. That's, you know. Got a ring. Got
2: rings. That's great. (laughs) I don't know. I think Paul. (laughs) Windows are open. I I think Paul. You want to take 550? You can come on and take. No, I would definitely. I wouldn't take the price. I just, I like the Clippers a lot. I I think John Wall going there is a really nice piece for them. That's a really nice. That's a nice addition. it's, It's a nice backup for them. He's played a lot in the last couple of years, right? He has not played at all. He's, I told you, he made $3 million a game. So he's not played at all. Uh. But off the bench, motivated. It's amazing what happens when you leave bad teams and go to good teams. It's amazing how heals, how injuries heal overnight. Oh, wow. I can walk again. Wow. It's amazing. Clippers so, were in the playing game last year, right? Because of Kawhi's injury and Paul George missing a ton of time, too. Oh, because that's not going to happen again. Well, I mean, is Kawhi Leonard going to miss the entire season? I don't know. When's no. the last time Kawhi played a basketball
1: game? A year and a half ago. Five to one, six to one to win the championship.
2: It's He's awesome. Kawhi Leonard. Do you think yeah. guys like forget how to play basketball and they aren't going to go through a whole regular season before they get to the playoffs? They're not going to start playing the playoffs tomorrow. You got plenty but, of time to get into game shape. And get like they are.
1: Yeah, remember the, this, this day last year, right now, Lakers three to one.
2: No, I, I get that. With I, LeBron, mean,
1: the greatest player of all time.
2: Yep. And I'm not saying that PG or Kawhi are the greatest players of all time, but I mean, Kawhi is a top 10 player in the NBA. Some would argue top five in the NBA. When he plays. Paul George is a great two way player. Sure. And you're adding a nice bench piece in John Wall who can come and in and help them. You've got a defensive stopper. You've got. Sounds just like the Nets last year. All these pieces, they added all those pieces to the bench. Goes well. I don't know. I mean it's together. tough to it's it's tough to compare the two because Kyrie Irving is such a cancer that there's nobody like that on the Clippers. So oh, you
1: know, you matched up K D with Harden, and then you got the bench guys. They had the best bench in the league in July. And then and then what happened though? Injuries
2: ripped that team apart
1: injuries and kd not
2: playing playing vaccinated not vaccinated and that wasn't yes that was the covid thing was definitely significant with getting kyrie yeah yeah, yes that was all not playing at not playing at home playing on the road caused a lot of consistency problems and yeah i just think it's a little bit much to you know be making them the odds-on favorite i mean i get it if people somebody has to be So who would in your mind somebody has to be the odds-on favorite so who should be
1: Golden State and Phoenix until proven otherwise. Okay. You know, and then, I mean, the price on Memphis is pretty interesting to me. I think Memphis is, they grew up a lot last year. They're a team. True. I would agree and, with that. and they have a young superstar mm-hmm. um, who's still listening to the coach who looked like he has a pretty good feel for his team and mm-hmm. what they need to do. I think Memphis is, I mean... As good as the Clippers right now, well, it's just, odds wise, a, it's a drastic price difference. So, mm-hmm. I experienced. yeah. I mean, never done it. Never Memphis, won anything. Memphis played it. Yeah, Memphis just played in the Western Conference semifinals and took and Golden lost. State to the end and lost. Yeah, they they beat Golden State as many times as the Celtics
2: did. Yep. Yeah. So, but they lost. Boston lost. Yeah. So. But, I mean,
1: someone's, but but the Clippers are better prices to win at all than both of those teams.
2: Right. Because of who they're, who's coming back. That's fine. I mean, Baltimore, they don't have a, neither one of those teams has a Kawhi Leonard.
1: You that's have the, more that, that's more the one difference. that's the guy to win a basketball championship. They do. They have Paul
2: George and Kawhi Leonard. They have two. How many rings they all got? Those guys. One. Who? Kawhi won it with Toronto. Oh yeah, no other than Kawhi. How many? How many championships? The entire been? team? I don't know. I gotta go look. Uh, Patrick Beverly. Did he win a ring? Beverly's in Minnesota. Okay, sorry. Who's their? De- who's? Uh, but Batum is gonna go. Who is their defensive stopper? They team? have a great
1: bench. OTG oh, yeah, just said it. They have a great bench. They're a good team. I'm not saying they're not a good team. I don't know if they're the, they're the Western conference favorite
2: odds wise. They are. I just don't know. I mean, as a book, you're like, okay, cool. So, okay. Yeah. So Norman Powell is tremendous. Marcus Morris is who I was thinking of. Um, Reggie Jackson, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Covington and Zubacca. You're starting five. Now you're adding John wall to the second unit. With Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, it's a good bench. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no question. A good That's good five. It's a good starting five. I mean, Zubac is a, is a, is a rim protector. Yeah, double double guy. Yeah, I they got all the pieces. Reggie Jackson can go off. Right. Yep. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, just, I, I, I like the Clippers a lot. I, I think that the, the, they're, posed, the, the, they're poised to make a big run next year. We shall see. They can handle, they can match up and they can stop the Warriors. Suns might be a little bit of a difficult situation. I need to see what happens with Ayton. They made him an offer today. They gave him a qualifying offer for $16 million that they had to do by July 1. Mm-hmm. So now he can he can go out there and shop and see what he can get out there, being a, being okay. a restricted free agent. So if he's, I mean, if if Aiton leaves the Suns, I think that's a tremendous loss for them. I don't think that's a simple fix for them to 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 go in and do that. But before we get to Bill, there's one more NBA thing. So Westbrook picked up his 47 million dollar option. So does that mean he can be traded? But he's going to be back with the Lakers next year. Now it would make no sense for him to opt out, knowing he's got 47 million dollars sitting there. But (laughs) it's, I mean. It's an insane amount of money, right? When we stop and like have to like, you have to like concept, conceptualize it going like, wait a minute. He's going back to the Lakers, $47.1 <laughs> million option. He picks it up. Like, was That's that even fair. like, an, how hard was that conversation between him and his agent? Hey, um, do you want the 47 million or do you want to go on the open market where you're toxic? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the $47 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. I like <laughs> <I'm>, LA. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I like $47 million.
1: Yeah, call so, Frank, Frank Ham, the coach. Call him up, tell him stay. Oh them my
2: staying. gosh. So um, he only played 21 games last year with LeBron and Anthony Davis because of yeah. injuries mostly. Lakers were 11 and 10 in those games. It's great. When they when they all, all three guys played together. Final year of a five-year, $206 million contract. If you're the Nets. I miss being in the book and taking bets on the Lakers to win the championship. It's one
1: <laughs> of the few things that I miss. <laughs> Just like secretly laugh, like okay. Good no, <laughs> just trying to build up enough money to pay for the one that actually wins. Ah, uh, you know you take as many as you bets as you can. That's that's the way I did it. I would just take bets and didn't think they were going to lose. Or, you know, didn't think. I mean, I didn't think they were going to win. So, you know, I would get asked all the time, "Why you keep taking them Laker bets?" Because they're not going to win. <laughs> that's why until they do in the bubble. Yeah, but we had the, that. That was fun because there was a lot of questions: who was mm-hmm. going to win that? We took a – You know, I was one of. I was probably one of the few places in town that we actually won money to the Lakers oh, well, winning the championship there because I was taking bets on the Jazz. I was taking bets on all these other teams. It was fun.
2: It was wide open. Yeah, because there was that streaky. The, the when the Jazz came back against the Nuggets. It felt like everybody jumped in on the on the.
1: Jazz. Oh, I was. We were giving away. We, we were twenty yeah. to one, 25 to one. Bet it, bet it, bet it. It was paying for all, they had that all the Lakers three baseball. to
2: one. Yeah, that three to one come from behind. Everyone's like, oh, of course they're going to go and win it all. Yeah, and then they lost to the to the Lakers. Right. I still think. I still think bubble championships should should have asterisks on them. Oh, they're complete bullshit. Dodgers championship should be asterisk. Lakers championship should be asterisk. No travel no yeah. road court. Like there was nothing like, you know, like we saw this year when you walked into either the garden or you walked into chase center. Oh, none of that. No, was none of that. It was all avatar screens in silence. Right. No travel, no plane going cross country, going from Boston, and San Francisco, yeah. San Francisco to Boston. None of that. You no. walked from your hotel room to the arena. It was an AAU tournament that they won. It was. Yeah. And they were in, they were
1: staying there. I mean, it was literally like, Take a bus over, go to the game. Take a bus back, stay in a hotel. Yeah, it was weird. It was hard to. It was hard to book. It was hard to bet. I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of pro betters, even you know, maybe we can ask Bill this. Uh, you know, didn't play as much. I mean, right during those times, it was their advantages may not have been the same. The books were just, I say all the time, nobody knows shit. Really, during the bubble, nobody knew shit. I mean, I the lines were the same every single game. They were playing huh. in the same place. They were the series lines were was Miami minus four, right? 212. No matter Every what game. happened at the game, it was Miami minus four and two twelve and a half. Like it was, it was, I don't know, it was huh. one of the weirdest things I ever did, but it was it was easy
2: to book the games. What was it was that the same situation for the bubble in Texas for baseball? Was it the same lines or did that move? Um, well, no, the pitchers changed. Right. Okay. So, so the lines move. moved,
1: you know, based on the pitchers a little, but no, the total right. was the same pretty much. It, it was eight, eight and a half. You know, the games were in Texas, and so we're like, Well, you know, shit, we well, gotta make it nine because they're betting over, so let's just try to get ahead of it. There was no all that stuff that that had home field or try to factor in, you know, add to the line because you know people were gonna bet it. None of that existed. It was was
2: very odd at the time. Interesting. Maddie, tell me when we can bring on Bill. I see him in the back. So let me know when we're good to go. Yeah, we're good. Great. <laughs> okay, let's bring on our guy. He is Mr. Bill Krakenberger joining us here on the Boston University of the Book. I'm wearing the hat for you, my, my friend. I knew you were coming. Hey. I, all I'm, right. I'm wearing right. I'm wearing it for you. I got I to I gotta pull out the hat.
0: How are you? Good ya? man. Good man. How you doing, guys? Yeah. The, um, this company, Kangle, sent me 13 of them in a box. They just don't realize all I wear, this is a dark blue, navy, or black. They sent me pink, red, orange, <laughs> white. I long, love white, those. Yellow. I had the like pink so would look
2: on. nice. The yeah. pink would sparkle. Oh.
0: <laughs> but um, they didn't give me no money though. They just gave me like uh, a couple hundred <laughs> bucks in hats.
1: Bunch of hats. Nice. I'm gonna wear anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, So, welcome to the show. For, for those Thanks, of you that guys. don't know, Bill is a professional better and my first question to you sir is can you explain to people because we've got a lot of newbies we got a lot of people you know getting into this space watching the show and trying to learn the business now we'll get to the content side in a minute but how does one become a professional better crack and two yeah. where do all these people that think they are professional betters that exist on twitter and other social media outlets Go to get their professional betters' licenses, sir.
0: Yeah. You know, it seems like, uh, can you curse on this show? I usually you yes. can say whatever,
1: whatever the you hell want. or shit or whatever. Uh, fuck yeah. You, you know. know, I'm not, I'm you not a
0: curse. I, I, I curse. I mean, I'm from the Bronx originally. I curse. I can't help yes. it. But I don't curse on any shows normally. But now that you brought this up, is a great word for it. So it's not really cursing. But yeah, every swinging dick thinks they're a professional sports bettor. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's unbelievable. But you want to know something though, no, Dave? And uh, you know, this is good for me, Dave, man. This is actually good for guys like me. It's like guys that think they know how to count cards playing blackjack. You know, um, 90% of them, more, more, 98% of them think they know how to. They don't have the skill sets, the temperament, the bankroll management, the, you know, on tilt factor. There's so many different things that they don't have that you need. Um, and, and so how to be a professional sports better? Well, listen, I'm, I started out in 92, um, literally uh, you, but you guys both don't know anyone that has worked more blue collar jobs than moi. I've worked 40 to 50 jobs before I was 24. I mean, wow. I did everything, everything. Uh, you know, I can go from mop job. To- did you ever do a mop job Pizzas in the board work, worked in restaurants, uh, detailed cars. I worked <laughs> at a cemetery. I sold mausoleum plots. I can go on and on. That is a lot more, actually. I've worked so many jobs, arcade, uh, summers on the boardwalk every summer, and then the winter I would work. I worked in a car wash when I was a kid. But then even in my 20s, though, I worked in radio sales. I've worked so many jobs. <laughs> it's just amazing how my life was changed one day. But I've been gambling since I'm a little kid. You know, you're gambling amongst – you know, I, I grew up amongst a Jewish-Italian family. And my mother was – God bless her soul – Italian. She, she, uh, she corrupted my father and, and, uh, you know, her family did her brothers and, and, and stepbrothers and stuff. So, um, but thank God I took it to a different level and met someone that kind of changed my life back there in, in the nineties. And, um, I was always good at certain things, but like blackjack, I was good at. If you dealt to the bottom, obviously you guys can figure this out. You deal to the bottom, one deck in a garage, playing head to head. There's four aces. Just keep track of the aces. I mean, I mean, it's just the simple things. So I was good at math when I was a kid, but um, didn't go to college or anything like that. My parents didn't have money for college. We grew up in a little blue collar town. Thank God, by the way, I could never make the money. I would a college degree. I don't think they've made in the last thirty years. Um, But uh, And not that I don't recommend college, too. I don't want to go. And by the way, you guys know I go off on. I'm just spontaneous. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I I recommend
2: college. (laughs) This is why we have you on. That's why you're on. Yeah, you can say whatever you want.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if kids want to go to college, great. It's a great thing. But I think you need street smarts. I think you need decision-making skills. I think you need those skill sets of you know uh, street smarts, decision-making skills, and um, a little bit of bravado and acting as as if. I think that degree on the wall is very valuable. But I think connections and – and 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 having those uh, street smarts and common sense is real big. So anyway, mm-hmm. you, you asked me a question. Let me try to go back to it. I'll do this the whole show, by the way. Um, <laughs> so uh, oh, but another thing now, uh, uh, does props.com, do they sponsor you? We are. That is our home.
2: Yes, that is yeah. our employer. Why,
0: why, why wouldn't they tweet something out that I'm going to be on and you could have, you know. Uh, I'm not Because we'll do to pay, it in the clips. But we'll do it in the 40s. clips. Oh, I thought it was a live show. I'm sorry. It is live. Yeah, it no, is I, live. I would have tweeted out, you know, you'd have, a, a, you know, I don't know. I just marketing wise, I, I just, my mind thinks differently. Anyway. All right. So but um, you're right. No, you're I'm not just, wrong. It don't, it don't mind to me. You guys, I'm not making no money with you. It's not yet. I mean, maybe. Um, <laughs> to just give you as an idea. Um, but yeah. So you'll be shocked at this part, guys. I, I, I wouldn't recommend to be a pro sports better now. Tell them why, Bill. For anyone. I, I wouldn't. You need so many different things. Listen, I had unbelievable, still do, unbelievable connections that I just work my way up to, um, and you know, sports is harder than ever to be. I don't know anyone, and people get mad at me that oh, these guys that 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 sell games. And trust me, I, I sell also, and I I hate touts, by the way, just to let you know. But these guys that sell games. They get, Bill, you shouldn't be telling people that NFL sides are unbeatable. Well, I got news for you. They, they are unbeatable. I don't know anyone that can beat NFL sides, and I've worked with the sharpest syndicate guys in the world. There's an old man. He's still alive, 95 he's going to be. Um, his name is Doc Midland. Doc Midland, you guys do a search on him, M-I-D-L-I-N. Doc Midland had a great NFL handicapper and program. That beat NFL for years. Yes, he did beat NFL. Um, there's a Las Vegas Chris that actually beats NFL. I'll give you. A, there, there's um, there's a couple guys that still can maybe beat the NFL, but it's the hardest thing in the world. But it's the most popular thing. Why? Everyone loves to bet on the NFL, and thank God because the sports books make money, and I can take my little you know two three percent volume of that I bet off of them from that. And, and NBA sides show me someone that can beat NBA sides. Give me a break. Um, but I mean, I'm going to beat NBA totals. I'm going to beat props. I'm going to kill props. Props.com. I'm going to kill props. Yeah. Uh, NFL props. Last season, NFL, I say all this stuff. I had my best season ever. almost 65%, 64% in the NFL. I mean, props, first halves, first half totals, first half totals. I crushed first half totals last year. Um, so I, I could beat them, but, I just wouldn't recommend it because it takes. Again, I'm going to use that over overblown word for me. It takes too many skill sets for me to take a kid and try to teach them. And, and the, the number one thing would be the bankroll management, not getting mad at games because they're you know they're, they're, they lose the early games. And by the way, Dave, and you know this, every like I said, everyone thinks sports betting. Come to New York. Oh my God. They grew up on Shaq and Kobe, and now LeBron and Durant and all these guys, and they say, "Oh, I watch every not on ESPN. I can beat this." <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah good luck. But, so, I, I, a big aspect, a big aspect of what I do too is I teach responsible gaming, and mm-hmm. I try you to, have to. I try to. You know, I'm a consultant in Arizona. And, then, and they do me – I don't even talk about this too much, guys. They, you probably didn't know this. I'm a consultant in Arizona. They actually have me on a payroll. I, I am real big on responsible gaming. I'm real big on teaching kids. And listen, kids today – I'm in Jersey. I'm in Atlantic City now. Garden spot of the world. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm in Atlantic City. And, and, and just um, the kids today, like New Jersey, they have so much peer pressure on them. Drinking, drugs, girls, uh, racetracks, casinos, lottery, peer pressure. Let's throw sports betting at them, too. I mean, the kids really are up against it. I know me. I was a kid. I was in trouble many times with bookmakers, with, with money. You know, I was a little D-Gen running around. All my buddy, little D-Gen friends at 12, 13 years old. And um, I just know today, I go to Yankee Stadium. I went to Yankee Stadium last month. I got three different center, left, center, left, and right, three different ads, FanDuel, DraftKings, and Bet365. Well, it's, it's in center field, Dad. I guess they're good. I could play with them, right? They're okay, and you know, it just—it's um, just too much out there in everyone's face, and I, I don't like it. It's all these people that are on TV and and uh, the, the little the girls on TV saying it's so easy, have fun, yes. When they were in Gamblers Anonymous together, everyone thinking of the girl that was on TV that said, "Have fun," um, you know. And I know that's not good to do. I'm a I, I'm a spokesman for a site, but. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I don't even care if they if they fire me, they fire me. The money I make betting sports compared to that is not is irrelevant. So you're, mm. no one's going to talk like that, too, Just to let you guys that's, know. Obviously. That's what that's why well, you're we on do on the though. show. Yeah, and I'll let, do I'll too, let you guys. Yeah. I'll let you guys talk. I'm
2: sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, I, and Bill. So our our audience is called the Brigade, the BVB Brigade. So they give everybody nicknames. So they're they're now trying to come up with your nickname. So we'll have your nickname after the show is over. You got four different Our options oh. as as to what okay. they're going to call you for a nickname. So next time we come back on the show, we'll have a nickname for you. So that, that's what just FYI cool. on that. Well, how do you feel about you're in Jersey? How do you feel about the state of where Vegas, Nevada used to be versus Vegas, Nevada now in comparison to a New Jersey, a New York, a Pennsylvania? I mean, we all thought this was the Mecca for years, but how do you perceive the way Vegas is currently being operated from a sports book perspective?
0: Well, I put some, a great question, by the way, Matt. Uh, I put some tweets up last week. I'm dr- driving to the border. I was drove to the, past the Hoover Dam uh, sorry, six times, six times to make bets with DraftKings. Uh, so that's the state of sports betting for me. People think Nevada is the sports betting capital of the world. I'm driving to Arizona, getting over the border to bet DraftKings, FanDuel, and there's a bunch <laughs> of other ones out of. This is some. There's like so many sports books in Arizona. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but that being said, Nevada's breaking their own record too in their numbers during football season and stuff too. Because what you've done is you created, uh, you know, four years now a whole genre of sports betters around the country that never bet sports before, and now they want to throw Nevada in the mix when it's cold. Back home, we're here or anywhere really on the East Coast or Northern states. Yeah, let's go to Nevada. It's nice there. We can bet some football. We know how to bet now. We've been used to betting, and um, but the, 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 you know the volume in Nevada is. I thought it was going to be. Probably everyone thought it was going to be hurt. It's actually going up. Uh, it's not the sports betting capital. We know New York is number one. New Jersey's number two. Nevada is normally number three. Um, I think that Nevada will be fine, but I'm upset about. The sports books that are representative here in the East Coast, I don't want to drive to Arizona and put, you know, all these miles on my car and drive in the, you know, oppressive heat. And where I, I pulled to the end of a road. I made a video last week. I pulled <laughs> to the end of a little road. A cattle grate was in front of me. I got out of the car. I quickly got back in the car because you just automatically you think to yourself, there's, it's a dead end. There's no one there, and there's definitely bodies across that category. There's <laughs> holes in the desert. <laughs> you just you just think that, so it automatically you say, oh, "I got, I got I to get out of here." Um, you no, know, I, I literally. And, and by the way, I, you know, uh, I, I'm betting lots of money. They take lots of money off me. There's only if I had to go in order of money that people take with me, it would probably be DraftKings, then Circa, Westgate. I mean, that's. Yeah. But you notice I did mention two books there in Nevada, yeah. so that's really good. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, they, those guys take a lot of bets, but you'll be surprised to know. I don't really put Circa on that pedestal that others do. I love Derek Stevens. I love the guys at Circa and they take bets, but I'm more tempted to bet them last because hmm. everyone pays attention. I know the guys that are offshore, they watch Circa's lines. So why should I bet Circa and I'll watch the other lines move on air just based on Circa moving their line because they respect me. So I'll bet circle left. I, by the way, obviously that means I have to get a lot of volume down. Um, I'm not just betting, you know, we have a team that, that, that I'm, I'm responsible for. So, um, I, I don't really bet too much into Circa to be honest with you, I'm more yeah. betting where I can bet undercover and nobody <laughs> even knows. Um, because I, I don't want the lines to move on me if I'm betting something, you know? Um, you guys probably know. Would I, it be easier, Craig?
1: So yeah. it, explain it to the audience why you have to bet at multiple places. Would it be easier if a book just said to you, What do you need to get down on a game? You need to of get 20,000 on a game. Oh, God. And we could just take your bet first and then you could be yeah. done. We get yeah. to play first. You get everything the order needs and we move on. Isn't that the way it yeah. used to work?
0: Let me tell you something. Uh, they used to take more money at one sports book on. Um, what's that little convention center drive back in the, back in the eighties, yeah. literally the Royal, the yeah. Royal, the, 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 old, the old uh, roadhouse mob guys uh, there from Rhode Island or Massachusetts, right. They would take more money there in one shot that I can get down today. 40 years more combined in Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. That, that sports betting yes. was bigger back then. It was uh it was a total different thing back then. And, you know, I know that a lot of Vegas now they want to escape that mob talk and no, they don't want they wanna they don't wanna really bring up their past and stuff. Let me tell you something. Las Vegas was a much better town when the mob ran it. Much better. I mean, you can't even get a friggin' drink ticket now in a casino. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. As a matter of fact, I had a friend of mine. Her father was on the Forbes list. He passed. His father. her father died. Uh, left her all the money, by the way. So that makes her a billionaire. <laughs> she was in Paris last week. Last week came in Paris Sportsbook. Bet a thousand dollars a race. I try to explain that to racing is not not, not you, you can't anyway. You can't win. But she bet a thousand a race, a thousand a race, all multiple tracks. She comes in with like hundred cash. She has a hundred credit line there too. She's on a giant gamble. That's big. Um, for, for for considering her wealth. And they gave her six drink tickets. <laughs> they, told they told her, her she couldn't
1: have more. Like I'd can't. have given her whatever
0: she wanted. They can't have more than six drink tickets. She was just so upset. She's like, I can't believe this. I'm a seven-star yeah. member. Yeah. Come to the sports book. Six drink tickets for her and her, her group. So
2: embedding so races, kinda, which on that, top yeah. of everything We're else is a drink time at a dime. She's been horse yeah. races.
0: <laughs> you guys are the first show I'm doing this week. I'm doing like four shows. I'm gonna talk about that in all four shows. I mean, that's that's, that's ridiculous.
2: It's you know, you know it's funny because it goes back to the whole end of the scene for, for the movie Casino, where you know the character that De Niro is playing is, is basically talking about what happened to Vegas and the junk bonds and how Vegas in the early nineties changed. Yep. But how do you feel about the future of sports books in general? Cause some people think that sports books are going to become like slot machines and that you guys like you, that the public's going to walk in and they're going to have four different menu choices, a five buck bet, 10 bucks or 10 bets, six bets, four bets. And you pick which one, and there's not going to be real line making and not real totals being placed in the future. Do you ever see never- that happen?
0: I never even heard this, so that's interesting. That that spin on things. I think I think bookmaking the way it is will always be around. They may try to put it more on uh, a kiosk, though, like they do here. Or I was mm-hmm. recently in Connecticut. I couldn't believe I went around. I went around counting 112 kiosks in in in, uh, in Foxwoods. 112. Wow. Yeah, wow. it's pretty cool. All scattered throughout the casino. I thought it was so cool. Uh, not just wow. in the sports book. Sports Sportsbook yeah. has about all over the floor. All.
2: it's pretty smart though i mean that's that's pretty smart to do that right make it easy
0: sign DraftKings sportsbook bet here it's so simple it's all around it's everywhere now yeah okay it's probably going to cost them money to do that and it just it's branding i don't know it just it'll come back to them eventually people like uh sports betting in connecticut uh that's my favorite place by the way right now is, is foxwoods they they uh they were take a from I me. Mean, DraftKings is good to me. I know a lot of people don't think that DraftKings is good, but listen, I just won a bucket load on the draft from them. So um, they were real good to me. But in town was good too. Listen, um, Westgate was good too. I posted the ticket. I won 20, 19 grand on that ticket at uh, Westgate. William Hill had uh, 10 to 1 on the draft. Uh, you know, I won, I won 20 grand there. I mean, so there, there was – that's the only two places, by the way, that had it. Like Circa didn't even offer the draft. Uh, what, what's yeah. up, Circa? I mean, of course, I want to steal. Why would they
2: offer it knowing (laughs) what you know? Why would they do that? They're walking in.
0: (laughs) With that being said, though, knowing what I know, when uh, Woj comes out with his 4.2 million followers on the day of the draft and says he knows who's the number one, Jamal, and it goes to minus 100. I have have screenshots on my phone. It went to minus 100 to 1 what he said. My guy was plus 10 to 1 in the morning. If I didn't have to run to the studio and do visa that morning, I'm going to the border again. I'm going yeah. to the border again and yeah. there. So Woj is always right. He's an NBA insider, right? He's always- We exactly. talked
2: about it on the air of the day. We, I said, if yeah. Woj comes out with a tweet and yeah. drops one tweet, he's going to change the whole betting market. And and how do you feel about that though? Because you've got guys like Woj and guys like Schefter who have, who have a chance with one tweet to entirely change the betting markets. Not saying they ever would be on the take, but it is right for something to really go nefarious with a guy who might have something in his past. You got a blackmail. All of a sudden, I want you to tweet this out. You change the whole betting market worldwide. Not just in America.
0: Those guys just got sick contracts. They're not doing nothing for money. They just got, I mean, they just gave them like they gave 250 million between three guys. Those two guys were some, I mean, Schefter was making less than 2 million a year, 1.6 million a year. He's making 10 million. Now he's going to make, I mean, these guys are making big money now. So they're, 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 they're not going to be coarse. I don't know if that's what you were getting at, but they're not going no, I mean, to be No, I'm saying you open it yeah. up for
2: nefarious things that can happen, money-wise or not, just yeah. in terms of if one guy has the chance to move an entire betting market. Woj said firm. One, two, yeah. three. He was dead firm. wrong.
0: He said firm. He, and, and he's usually right. But I didn't like – I haven't talked about this yet. I didn't like something. I didn't like uh, – I, I, I didn't like what Woj – with one thing and I, I don't want to talk I, I'm not good at talking bad about anybody so I really don't want to talk bad about anybody but when he came out 20 minutes before the draft and said this just listen what do you say what's he say oh. for us <laughs> that's me so- saying they're betting real money here Oh. Uh, he comes out 20 minutes before the draft. I, got, I, I recorded that myself and says, oh, wait, wait, guys. I know you guys all bet your money earlier, but I'm getting a little inside word now that Paulo may be number one. I right. mean, the, the, oh. the, the, most places took the market down. But he, as soon as he says that, Paulo was – by the way, Paolo was still plus three to one when he said that. Yeah, Paolo was plus three to one. Paolo goes to minus one ninety. Instantly, yeah. when he says that, so they got to think about. And didn't didn't Woj isn't he the one that said that um gambling or sports betting causes fights in the stands or yeah. something? Yeah,
2: fan yeah. behavior towards yeah. athletes is going to be yeah. nat- yeah. going to be awful because of gambling. They're going to lose yeah. money, and I guarantee this: more people lost money from Woj's tweets on NBA right. draft day right. than they do with right. some guy missing a free throw. <laughs>
0: And 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 if it wasn't for the, the, the all this gambling, there wouldn't be that kind of money for ESPN to throw around for your salary. So I mean, just yeah. saying. Yep. And, I'm not, and I'm not trying to talk bad about the guy. The guy's a great insider. Those yeah. guys know what they're talking about. Ninety nine point nine percent. This was that point oh one percent that uh, they were all the,
1: one. They asked me on a couple other shows, like you know, who who do you trust, Dave Woj? Or the gambling market. I said I always look at the gambling market. There's guys that, that I said I, that that tells me what I need to know, no matter what. We didn't listen to that stuff when we were in the book. We don't try to listen to that stuff when we're making bets either. Um, last question from me, William. Where is the content headed for all of this? Like, and we we've talked about this off air, you know, and we've texted, we've had these dear heart to heart conversations that. Um, this is our lives. This is our lives. I mean, I've been doing it since Curacao days back when I was in the early 20s. Like you, we're almost the same age. We've got a lot of the same background. We know a lot of the same people. The content is questionable. And I don't know where it's going. Do you have a feel of where the sports gambling content is going?
0: You brought up a good thing here, the way you worded it. Back in Curacao, I was back in Curacao. Uh, I've been in Curacao uh curacao antigua costa rica margarita island these are places i've all well, colombia they were they were trying to have sports books in colombia for a while uh th- this is all the places i've been i used to write for a gaming website uh, 25 years ago so i was always there doing my little investigative reporting uh i worked with the great guys at pinnacle people didn't know i was there undercover i just started talking about that in the last <laughs> two years i really don't talk about that too much it's just you know, I, I, I try to help people, so I don't want them I want them to know what my background is, that you're not talking to uh, just another guy that, that's on Twitter. Right. Um, so uh, I was trained by some of the best. I was trained by some of the geniuses in the world. I've worked with some of the geniuses in the world. I still do. I work with, with an absolute yeah. genius. Um, so where is it headed? Again, i trying to stick my foot in my mouth here, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just – it's tough for me. I don't really look at Twitter too much. If someone has to show me, so like Dave, you will have to send me, like you do. You right. send me yeah. something that's on Twitter. I yeah. really don't read Twitter a lot. It's yep. it's it's difficult for me to go on there and respect many people that are talking about in the space now because mainly I, the ones that don't really put their money up, the ones that are just talking and and smiling and trying to be pretty and. And 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 nothing against. I'm not saying nothing against females either, because I'll tell you what. There's a couple of females I really respect in yep. this space. Believe it or yep. not, um, I grew up a Yankee guy. I grew up in the Bronx. I think Susan yep. Waldman is. She's she used to go in the locker room with the guys. She was that. Yep. She just. Her, it's instilled in her. Um, Ariel Epstein, yep. her 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 dad and her grandfather, Yankee games, sports was in her blood. There's some that were in their blood, but it's just tough for me when a girl is, you know, in porn uh, a year ago, laying on her back, making videos, and now she wants to tell people how to bet sports. I mean, give me a break, you know? Yeah, makes perfect uh, and sense. And not trying to say anything bad about their you no, know, porn either. I'm not. I mean, uh, you know, I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, just talk yeah. to me to respect someone that wants to give me picks now and give me their, her three picks in a day. Or, to be real blunt, a man. Let's not talk. Let's not pick on any girls here. There's so many guys out there that – are in the space and getting paid that don't know the pulse of the business. They haven't been there. They don't yeah. know what it is to lose a paycheck. Let me tell you something. Bill Krakenberger does. 30 years ago, I would lose a paycheck and be broke. And now you have yeah. to cry, crawl out of your hole. And now you have to change your life around and get trained by the sharpest people in the world and learn all those skill sets it takes to be a professional gambler and a professional sports better. So there's a lot of kids out there and, and young people that – that are talking about – and let me just tell you, not only than that, the ones on TV aren't any better. I don't care if you were a coach, a player, a prognostic. You want to tell me how to bet sports? You guys couldn't win if you had tomorrow's newspaper in front of you. And you want to tell <laughs> to me fine. how to win sports? <laughs> Give it a break. That's all I uh, want to say.
1: Do you need to show your tickets, Bill? Like I, I know you've done this before. Does that make oh, you a tickets? content creator when you show your tickets? Or, or can you actually – have an opinion really, without really showing your tickets.
0: Me. Oh, you mean me personally? I really no. I tickets. mean
1: in general because oh, a lot of people oh. look at you and they're like, "Oh, you know, like I'll get a text. Oh, Crack showing his tickets. I'm like, he's betting. Like, can you talk about this without showing your tickets and get validity from people, or do you have to, you know, kind of earn it? Because I tell people I this all the time. Show my. T- I
0: showed my. Tickets I never do.
1: You don't West have to
0: last. No, at the Westgate last week, I did because I, I wanted to give. To be honest, I wanted to give them a little play, so I was nice to them that they right. they took a nineteen thousand. I mean, if I, I could show you my my DraftKings account, every bet's five I mean, thousand. I mean, I I can show you some. I mean, I'm not trying to even brag. I mean, I, I don't have to do that, and I don't do that normally. I'm not a guy that that shows uh, right that, that that shows tickets, but but people
1: um, are like people will be content creators and feel like. Well, I'll show my tickets. Why don't you show yours? I don't care what you're I'll betting
2: or how much you're yeah. betting. You know yeah. what yeah. I mean? It's, it doesn't matter. It's
0: it's, yeah. oh, it's okay, okay. Cause I, yeah, because I was going to. I mean, no, I, we. I mean, no, we're, we're, I know your betting. He,
2: he's not saying the question. He he just means oh. there's people in the space because I. It's what it's a pet peeve of mine. And Dave and I have talked about this a lot on and off the air. <laughs> that oh. like I don't like showing tickets because I don't like showing where I'm placing the wagers because sometimes oh. they're all over the place. Very I've got good. different. I. I have different books in different places and, and I don't like to show where I'm betting. So I don't yeah. show tickets. I tell you what I'm betting ahead of time, right. where my plays are, do whatever the hell you want with it. You can right. fade it, follow it, whatever. Yeah. But people will come and be like, why don't you ever post your tickets? And because I don't want you to know where I'm betting. <laughs> I don't want to show you where I'm betting. It's I got my own ways. fucking business. How about yeah. that? Yeah. And it's I, not, I have my fucking out. business, right? I have my outs. I have my people. I have my books. I don't want you to know where I am betting. So I don't yeah. tell you, I just tell you yeah. what I am betting and do whatever the hell you want with it.
0: I usually don't like to post tickets or tell people where I'm betting because people get really weird. I mean, like I'll show a ticket from somewhere and they'll go and one and the, and the they don't realize I know the director of the sports but the director will text me and say yeah, this guy I said, well, I can't believe that he gave you this bet. I mean, people will go behind your back. people are people are so uh, listen, the Twitter world, there's people that are posting an anonymity, people that are just fake people that no one ever heard of them, they're not showing any. Listen. These people come after us, and, and I have, you know, I have a couple hundred people blocked. I just block them. I don't go back at them. I don't think it's a proper thing to do. For some reason, a lot of no one says something to my face ever. I'm not, yeah, not amazing I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm not not that I'm a I'm not a tough guy or anything, but you know, I, I know a couple people. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, no one ever says nothing to your face, but on Twitter, they're they're telephone tough guys. Um, but I don't get that though. I have a really good following. I, I really – I don't get it as much as I used to. But once in a while, someone will pop up there. But as far as uh, content and stuff, I, I I don't think I can learn. And I'm not – not that I'm not open to learning things. I don't think I can learn too much from – following other people's picks on twitter from following picks on tv i know what works for me i work with a team of guys everything is back tested data going back for years uh I, i've never had a losing quarter never mind a losing year wow. of my life i don't know about well, the last 30 years um so I, I mean i have a losing month here and there but I, I won eight months this year i mean i had a sick year i won eight months in eight months in a row from last may but then i had a losing february i mean it happens um mm-hmm. And I even didn't do well in, in, in March. I mean, didn't lose, but didn't win. Uh, and I have to win. That's what I have to do. And I, that these these things come along, like you know, Vanchero at eighteen to one at FanDuel, sixteen to one at at Westgate, mm-hmm. uh, twelve to one at DraftKings. These things come along. They they're good. I sent that. I sent that out to all my people too, and it just stood there for three hours. I was shocked. I was like, wow, no one bet it. It's still 12 to 1. I couldn't believe it DraftKings three hours later. But anyway, I was I was happy for everybody. We made a little score. We need that. There's nothing going on really next week, couple weeks. Baseball. Um uh, summer league's coming up though. Summer League's coming up. Look, I have great information on summer league. I mean <laughs> e- e- even if you want a middle and middle of the is you you know, I'm gonna oh, bet something minus three. Go. It's gonna close five, six, you know. So all
2: right, Bill, if folks want to listen to you, watch you, follow you, what's the social? Where can they get your content?
0: At Bill Crackman on Twitter. I'm on there almost almost every day. I read my notifications. Like I said, um, uh, Bill Crackman at, t- at Bill Crackman on Twitter. I have Crackwins, Crackwins.com and the Crackwins app. And thanks for having me on. And I'm sorry if I talk too much. I'm no, sorry if f- I talked about something. Why we brought you to- on. If you, just, did. you
2: did what you were supposed to do, my friend. This oh, is why we wanted you here right stuff. Day.
0: No, you guys you're- are great. I, you, you guys are really good. I mean, uh, I, I follow some of the stuff you do. Dave, I, I'm going to embarrass you on air. Last week, when he texted me, I said, "Dave, you're the only person I know that I would switch lives with in Las Vegas."
2: <laughs> wow! How about that?
0: I look mean, at
2: that we're just getting started, Bill. Great yeah, job, just, guys! I
0: look forward to. Thank you, to me it. I'm I'm it. Thank, thank you, man. Appreciate it. See you soon, brother. Thank you. It's
2: Bill Krakenberger at Bill Crackman to follow him on Twitter. I, if you don't, I highly recommend it. Your daughter was stunned by your expletive rant there, Dave. <laughs> She's the chat, it, but, but <laughs> it's, it's true.
1: Like, I mean, we've got all these people like that are out there. I do show with uh, Joe Lisi, uh, okay. you know, and he, he has an expression, everybody eats when he makes a play, he gives mm-hmm. it out. And when it wins, he's like, Oh, everybody eats. The space is big enough for everybody to eat.
2: Okay, 100%. Like, and in different ways, too, by the way. Right. You don't. There's all different ways. There's all different levels to a lot of things that are going on. And, and, and the way that I have positioned the way that I want in just the picks coming up on Friday or the daily juice that will end with me on Thursday is that look, at, I, I come in, I want to entertain, I want to have a community, I want to have a community aspect. And look, I'm going to hit 51, 52, 53% of my plays. Yeah. Basically, over two years, I hit 52 point something percent.
1: Yeah.
2: I didn't get over on the juice. That's technically a losing mark because of the juice got to get about 53% right. to get over on the what juice. you bet. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I don't, some people come out there and say their resume is all they've got. I, okay, that's you. That's not me. I don't claim that. I don't claim the resume is not all that I've got because I'm actually able to entertain people through a 20 year radio career. I understand what works and what doesn't. So my presentation of content for picks is different than somebody else's content for picks. But in this space, because the insecurities are so deep for some of these people, they can't get over it, and they can't see that. Like you're talking about, everyone eats. There's different people wanting to bet different things. Some guys bet five bucks. That's a lot of money for them. Some guys bet bet, bet five thousand. Like cracks betting five thousand. It's not a lot of money to him. Yeah it's it, that's his one unit. It's five, it's five dimes. Yeah. I'm I, Can I get that down. That's, that's how he plays. It's like the guy who drives a Benz versus the guy who drives a beater. It's people who have different standards and different things in life. And people just don't get that for whatever reason. Yeah. And in the space is constantly
1: because it's sports betting and there's a right or wrong, you're constantly measuring yourself. Like I said this years ago in the book, The money is just the measuring stick. The business is about being right or wrong. And we all like to be right more than we're wrong. Not just in the book, in our relationships. This is every day. All right. Yes. And it's humbling. I think there's different ways to attack it. But like the unit shaming or saying, where's your tickets? You don't really bet. Why are you giving betting advice? Stop the bullshit. Like and crack is one of the best at it where he just does his thing like and he'll just go off and talk and he just speaks at temporaneously, just it just comes out, you know, and he's always constantly worried about it because like I call it he's a street guy. He's the first one to tell you I didn't go to college. I worked. I did this. Mm-hmm. You I just did. We're at Forty blue collar jobs. He said. Yeah. So, yeah. That's. I mean. I, you know. And I tell people all the time. Listen. I didn't go get a master's or a PhD at school. I went to Curacao and worked with bookies, betters. I mean, all these guys that were people hiding from the FBI down there, running offices. I flew to different countries to meet people to do some things. I'm lucky. I'm alive in different <laughs> respects. Like seriously, there were times <laughs> I was like, "What am I doing here?" And I used to always just call, like, if I was had an eight hundred number place, I call my dad and say, "Just, just so you know, I'm here. If ain't you don't get a call from me tomorrow or later, right? Send somebody. Like, you're gonna that's where that's where you start looking because I didn't know, but right. That's the kind of stuff that's going on, and then you got people that just want to, you know, start a uh, an account or or start talking about betting, and it's it's like there's enough ways to talk about sports betting in a way where everybody eats. That's what I
2: think it. what crack is talking about. And just to kind of get it, get, get into the, I, I know people in the chat, people are, are, are going to respond to his porn comment. I just want to explain a little bit, not to speak for him, but kind of what he's talking about. It, and it's something that we have all, it's a tough conversation because it sounds sexist. And I don't think we're trying to be sexist by no. saying it. What he means by it is people who have come into the space who are being opportunistic. They're just seeing it right now, knowing they're not going to be in it in a year or two years when the market cools down because it's going to cool down. And I think that people who are just up there and they get on TikTok and they do their pics of the day and they brag about their record and they brag about what they're doing and they go to the club and they throw money around and all these different ways of pushing sports betting content. For people like you, people like Krakenberger, even people like me, who's been involved in sports radio and sports content, now adding in the sports betting angle of it, it's the angle of like, look, you've got something that we don't have the ability to use, and you should use every weapon that you've got, but we're going to be in this when you're gone, and we feel like you're just kind of parachuting in, competing with us, and then the second that you have a chance to go do something else, you're going to go do something else. And that's upsetting to a lot of people because you take jobs from people. You, you're taking people who really want to be in the industry long term and you're coming in for six months to a year while the frying pan is hot. And the second time it cools down, you're going to jump out and be done. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. I think, um, you know, we, we've and that's talked- guy or girl, by the way, that, that, that's man or female. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's just Do you care? Like you mentioned, I care more about being right on a pick than I am with any money I'm going to make. I can lose my entire bankroll tomorrow on one bet and be totally fine. My life, my kid, everything, nothing changes. Right. But I want to be right more than the money I'm going to win. I want to see what I want to see that I was able to look at five games and go three and two or four and one on the, on the plays. I predict what's going to happen. If you want to bet with me on that, that's awesome. We all won together. Like Lisey said, we're all going to eat. Right. But if I'm wrong, I'm way more pissed off about being wrong than I am about the money I'm losing.
1: Right. Because you've actually been in places and, you know, like a lot of people talk about this, like amount of bet. Like Bill preaches money management with
2: everything that he does. I do too. I mean, you do as well. I do every day. Like it's a huge part of what I think any new gambler needs to learn. It's it's
1: probably the most important thing. It's more important than learning how to read a point spread and all that other stuff. You got to learn how Hmm. to manage your money. But that's a lesson for life. Like I always talk about everything that I've learned in the book applies to life. Or at least I've taken a lot of lessons out of the book life, embedding life, and applied it to life. You got to learn how to manage your money. When you're in high school, they give you these family finance classes and all this other stuff. How to write a check and how to go to the bank and make a deposit. You got to do that in a book, too, in this space. And there's a lot of people that aren't even mentioning that. They're just like, oh, bet this, then follow this. And you got all this other stuff. And it's
2: like yeah, the parlay people who would say that that's the way. I mean, look, at we always say this, but why do the books post parlays on their social media all the time? Because the lottery ticket mentality of this is how you get in trouble. Yeah. Four, four leg parlays, five leg parlays every single day. I look, I, if I, I often thought about this and I'm curious how you think about this, you know, when we were in college and you walked down the the, the campus center and they had the table set up on either side and the credit card people were there giving out the free t-shirts. Eve, Remember those people? Evil, devil. right? Well, think about it now. It goes even farther now though, because now you take that credit card and you can go and depending on the state that you're in, you can bet with that credit card on the applications i saw it offshore we took credit cards offshore it was a so now for so now you're people you're double you're double whammying the kid because yes. the kid thinks that he might be able to or she might be able to win it back yes and you start digging the hole deeper and deeper oh. and deeper and deeper and th- that just makes me go i can't i mean i'm so happy i went to college then because the bookie that i bet with in college was on my floor and they only took cash. <laughs> and so there was no credit. There was no, I mean, it was credit technically because you had Tuesday knock on the morning door and you're paying up on Tuesday morning or collecting whatever you want on Tuesday morning. It was right. far more giving than taking when it came to that Tuesday morning conversation. But he had the biggest dude in the dorm, this huge weightlifter kid who came in and you know, you knew the knock, the bang, bang, bang on your door. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> okay. He's here. Got to go pay the, pay the go Or like, maybe it's like a cheapest knock and he's giving you what you, what you won for the week. But right. That, that now being so prevalent in certain States, I mean, that's where I get the most fear of like, man, some of these kids are going to be walking out of college, with not credit card debt, but gambling debt. Oh, and that's it's so
1: easy to do with the apps and the phones and the this and that it's, it's, it's way too easy. There's that's the other part of the business. I mean, I've seen it I've done it and lived it with, and, and it's not good. And I think, um, you know, At least if you understand it as the content person, I think it makes you better at what you do. Like people ask all the time, how do I get in to do this? Or how do I Mm -hmm. do this? Go bet. Go bet. Start at $5 a game. Go Mm -hmm. deposit $100 into an account and see how long you last. Try to double it. Learn how to make bets. Learn how to lose. You've got to learn how to lose before you know how to win. Say it all the time. Nobody starts this. You can start and get lucky. You probably will. I told people all the time when I met them at the book and they would be like, this is my first time. I said, you're going to win. Like, how do you know? I said, because that's the way it always goes. You win the first one. Now you're hooked. And then you'll stay. oh, it's easy. Well, if it's so easy, everybody should stop doing content and just go fucking bet. Just go bet. There you go. That'll be easier.
2: You can, you got it solved. Go bet. I love the audience is seeing this because this is the day that I get to see on that where where we talk about, this is you raw. This is you real. (laughs) like You guys who are watching this this right now, this is how we talk on off the air. Yeah. Not on the air. This This is is great. This is, yeah, it it, doesn't make my life easier, but you know, it's cool. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) 11, 11, 11. I'm just kidding. We love you, Dave.
1: Yeah. I just, I just, I'm talking, there's a lot of stuff going on in the space right now. There's a lot of people positioning themselves, um, you know, for football season, and there's a lot of people having meetings and proposals and all this stuff, and they're talking to content creators and all this. And I think we, as a group, need to take a step back and just
2: be responsible for yourself no. first and foremost. Talking about the most cutthroat, evil people in all of entertainment—that's well, where you come in. You tell me okay. this all the time.
1: I didn't. I mean, I didn't. I thought the bookies and the and the, the pick guys and the drop off guys. I thought that life was interesting. You, you, you feel being on this. I had no idea.
2: Yeah. They're talking about the coldest cruelest slit your throat with no, even a blink of an eye and people who get taken advantage of, I feel horrible for them, but the, this is what happens. It's I'm going to step on you and the three guys above you to get to where I need to get to. And I'm not going to blink it at it. It's not even going to be a question. And in this space, because of, Now we're intertwining with other walks of life that may not be the most mm, legal. (laughs) Now you're talking about even more crooked and twisted in problems because now you're not, you're not just hiding your own insecurities or your own issues. You're hiding all the other nefarious stuff you've got going on over here. So you got your, your, your front, your, the fronts used to be like my grandfather's bar. That's what the fronts were. Right now the fronts are your podcast or your TV career or your show that you're doing. That's now the front. No one knows this yet. That's now the front for a lot of these people in the space is that that's the way, like I'm legitimate. I'm legitimate. It lets me do all the crooked shit over here that no one's looking at because I'm legitimate. So that's the next big domino to fall. When those things start, people start knocking on doors and start looking under rocks and go, how the hell did this happen? And nobody know. How did nobody ask that question? Like, how did nobody see this coming? Like you guys didn't you guys were this asleep at the wheel. You didn't see what he was doing. That's the next one. That's coming. That's coming. That's <laughs> coming. And I when it hits, where we're gonna go. Shit's gonna hit yeah. the fan. We all knew <laughs> like, like you guys are all, just like always the police are the last ones to know. Like we all knew, like we, we all knew that was going on. There's all sorts of things in books that happen all the time when they raid books. I was like, why didn't anybody know? And everyone's like, well, we kind of like, you know, <laughs> like we just, we kept our head down. You know, we had a job. We didn't, we looked yeah. the other way. Right. right. And it, it, it's going to be the, the, this is one of the things where for us in the content space as people who are going to be in here for a long period of time, it is important to listen to guys like Bill who have seen things over 25 years, people like you who have seen things over 25 years and you raise your hand going, guys, this is repeating history. If you don't watch out the same stuff that happened back then is going to happen. Now it put a lot of people in trouble. I've, I've had so many
1: moments of deja vu where I'm seeing things. I I was down in Curacao and for almost two years, but it worked every day. And like everything was moving at warp speed, light speed. We were doing something and a week later, we were adding something else and then adding something else. And there was no, you didn't have to go through gaming hearings and commissions and meetings. We wanted to add this to the menu. We added this to the menu. We wanted to add a different way to take money. We just called them up and said, hey, can we take Pet Collect now? Cause we were taking Western Union. Can we do like, it was just so many, everything was, one day we would think of something on the show. We would try to do it that afternoon and like, wow. do it. Like it was just, you know, change the limits, anything we wanted to do, we just did. And I've learned so much and I'm having all of these things. I see these promotions. I'm like, we did that 25 years ago. It doesn't work. This, mm. the, you know, a lot of things where you give, you know, different um, bets and promotions, like, I mean, the same game parlays. I see what they're doing. And talked about this with, you know, some very respected people like Richard Schutz. I mean, I texted with Schutz in the last week, more stuff because people, he's, I don't know how old he is. He's close to seven, but he's had a lifetime of experience, ran the place here that started basically growing the line outside of Vegas, the Stardust. And we've talked about it and go, man. I don't know where we're going. I don't know where we're going. And a lot of people that have been in the business a long time are getting out of the business because the business isn't the same. And now the content people are taking over. And I think, I think we can tell the brigade, we love the brigade because we're yes. interactive and we're and you guys are involved and I think we're accessible. You got to really be careful who you listen to right now. Right. P roll. Like that's that's the thing I get worried about. Like I don't mind people doing content. I enjoy consuming it when I can. But I'm so busy Hmm. doing the content. I'm like, Bill, I don't watch a lot of stuff. I don't Mm -hmm. listen to a lot of stuff because I'm too busy doing it. But you got to be careful who you listen to.
2: Right. Yeah. Just so you know, I mean, I think the most important thing is just to understand that if it sounds too good to be true, that it is. And that if if yes, people sure. are gonna run with their record and talk about how they're this and how they're that, how much money they're making, and there's like the braggadocious angle of this Vegas Daveification, if you wanna call it that, Man. of the uh, of the content space, because he somehow got himself on a billboard in Vegas and he somehow, you know, was able to be on the show, the same show that Bill was on, action with Showtime, right. That people think that like you can copy that playbook and it's a good idea and it's going to lead somewhere. Like I can't tell you this has been just in the last two weeks, because as you mentioned, everyone's getting ready for football. My Instagram ads are a handicapping service every single time people. I have no fucking clue who they are, where they're from 75 and one $200,000 getting on planes, driving Bugattis like I'm like, what is this? Like, oh. how the hell is this in my feed? And I know it's because I'm I, I follow a bunch of gambling people and I post gambling content and whatnot. So Instagram thinks, oh, give him gambling content, he'll like it. But that to me is like, it, it's becoming more and more in, uh, in, um evil, as as to how insidious is world I'm looking for. Yeah. like, as they would, people are preying on losing gamblers. And those are the people who are buying in, in falling for the Vegas day of trap. It's the people who think that they're so buried, they can't win themselves. So they want help and they go pay somebody 500 bucks to get them out. And all it does is get them into a bigger hole and they get worse. Th- that to me is my fear that there are so many sharks coming into the water, not sharp, but evil people who are gonna prey on the 25 year old kid who's lost a thousand dollars and he thinks his life's gonna end.
1: Yeah. It's that's, that's, I mean, and the way it's done now with the phones and the apps and the social media, like they can direct it all right at those people. And we're all so busy on our stuff, looking at stuff that, you know, I mean, I just, I watch my kids all the time. Like, and I watch what they watch and I watch, you know, we talk about it, this and that. And I mean, you know, and Kendall's in here in the chat i mean she's mm-hmm. always listening like every day you you know maddie's Sorry, with you every day she's yeah. always listening and watching what you're doing we try to make it as normal as possible but at the same time you're like oh you you know you want to pick the game all right you know and, and and i'll do what i did with my dad you know he'd be like all right if you win you you get paid a dollar if you lose you pay me a dollar do you still want to do it Well, I, Dad, i don't have a dollar well then you can't bet <laughs> you know, it was that simple? It's a great line. So the great lesson it was absolutely. It was it was so easy. And then you know, when I finally did bet him and I won, I won a dollar. Okay. And then he's like, "All right, so what do you want to do with the next game?" Well, I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. And then I lost, and I had to give him a dollar, and I'll never forget. Like being six, handing a dollar to my dad. Denver Broncos got destroyed. Wow! In the Super Bowl against the no, Cowboys. The, the game. That's amazing. What well, was the Super Bowl? I beat him. You know the Steelers beat the Cowboys a year before, and I was like, "Oh yeah, the AFC wins." So I'm going to take the Cowboys. I hated the Cowboys. So I took the Broncos, and the Broncos got annihilated. Mm. Craig Morton got crushed, and I lost a dollar. I didn't make another bet for like 12 years. I was mad. <laughs> I was like, I'm still mad. I didn't like losing. That's great. So, <laughs> you know, you got to learn to you got to learn to lose. You got to learn to listen. You got to question everything.
2: These are all lessons just in life make you better person. And Madeline hates being wrong as much as I hate being wrong. They all you know? do. Like, the, the, there's that line that the firstborn daughter is just the female version of the dad. And and Madeline's very similar is to me. That like true because God damn, you know,
1: it's just me. I say it all.
2: You never heard that line? Yeah. The firstborn daughter is the carbon copy of the dad. So, Madeline being my only child, but my firstborn daughter, she's a carbon copy of me. She She never asks me how much money I'm betting. She always asks me, "Who'd you bet on?" She wants to know who I picked, and then she's then she's, "Daddy, you won," or "Daddy, you're losing." Like, like, which team do you want to win? Which team did you bet? What team did you pick on the juice? Like, she's always asking those questions, and then she'll watch the game with me, and she'll check in and see what's going on. Or she's like, if I'm yelling, she's like, "Oh, daddy won." If I'm losing, if I'm mad, she's like, "Oh, daddy lost." So like, she understands, but she never asks about the money. It's not about the money. It's about being right, right or wrong, which is what it's for me. It's not about the money. It's about being correct or not being correct. So. I don't know. Being transparent is such a big thing for me, being open and and, and tracking picks and and saying what my record is and saying who I'm, you know, who I'm picking, what I'm betting, and when I'm ice cold, I tell you, I tell the world. You know, I've gone weeks where I've gone two and 14. I've gone weeks where I've gone 14 and two. And that, you know, the last two years of betting every single day has taught me so much about sports and sports betting in the industry, just by the roller coaster. Oh. And being able to shut that emotional response off. (laughs) <laughs> and just being able to roll with it because you lose five bets in a row. All right, I win the next one. I'll be back. We're all good because I'm managing my money properly and, I, and I'm watching the watching everything properly. And, and you know, 1% of your bankroll, 2% of your bankroll, 3% of your bankroll, whatever that might be. But, you know, don't go, go put 10% of your bankroll into a play or 15, 25% of your bankroll. You know, it's you got to be smart with it. If you do term. it, you'll learn not to do it. Because you get burned. You'll you'll learn. learn. You'll you'll learn. Chasing parlays. You know, the worst thing is the worst thing when someone DMs me and says, Matt, I'm really down. Can you give me a parlay? I'm like, guy, like it's not going to work. Even if you hit, it doesn't help you. I'm not helping you by giving you that pick. Right. Because all you're going to do is turn around and be down again and come back and try to get the same thing again. And now you're going to lose. So you you hit that one six to one parlay and you saved yourself. So now you're not down as much as you are, but you're going to be down again. And try to do it again. And it's going to double your losses. and You're going to be even more into a hole. So right. like that, that that's, that's where you can't quick fix yourself out of a losing streak or a hole. It's got to be slow and steady and you got to be playing with money that you can lose. That's not going to change your life. That's not going to affect anything. Don't bet your rent. Don't bet your mortgage. Don't bet your kid's college fund. Don't be dumb. we have fun. done that. Of course.
1: And it doesn't usually end well. If you're able to have done it and come out of it, I think it makes you better. But you can start already without doing that by following and listening to the right people and doing it on a much smaller scale and learning. And listen, a lot of it is for entertainment anyway. Like I tell people this all the time, like, and, and Bill just told you, being a professional better sucks. Yeah. There's a lot. Of the The life is so you have to be so committed to doing it, and it's really, really hard. And you have to maintain relationship. You can't have much of a life if you're going to do it. And like he said, recommend doing it like with NBA totals, college basketball sides and totals. Maybe like NFL is not where your professional betters are betting. Like they're moving money, and they're still playing because everybody likes watching football on Sundays. The NFL right. figured that out fifty, sixty years ago, and it's been perfect since. And for easy betting,
2: game to bet, easy game to understand. Yes. It's two, it's three, perfect. Six, seven. Scoring is somewhat. If you're a math person, it's somewhat, you know, predictable in terms yeah. of the math, the numbers. Yeah. The likelihood of a final to fall three, four, five. You know, it gets to be very um. We like the entertainment, but at the end of the day, from a math betting perspective, the NFL is a perfect weapon for the sports books to go 11 to 10 on. And that at the end of the day, you always have to remember that we start down a yeah. dollar so on our side of the counter. Yeah. We start down a dollar. So push that out over a hundred, hundred thousand, whatever number of bets you're going to make. It's not easy. <laughs> the right. books are built on eleven versus 10. And
1: that's that's what um I mean, that's what prompted me to to ask him to come on the show was his quote with uh with Gil. And on they even, said, yep. you know, Bob Martin had a sign. He
2: was a longtime bookmaker, eleven ten eleven to ten built this all, And it's that might true. be my favorite line that I've ever heard from a story perspective, from a bookmaker that I've ever heard, because it's so true if you're a bookmaker to walk in every day and to see 11 versus 10 built this.
1: Yeah. 11 it's to like, 10 built this all. And you have to remember that. So, you know, trying to throw people out and try to do this thing. We're, we're taking, we're, we're plus 110 on every bet we take, every single one, if it's a point spread wager. And now, Books are moving it to plus one fourteen. <laughs> you gotta lay one fourteen in some states. And in the in-game, it's minus one thirty. It's 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 the juice is going up finally after a hundred years of staying the same. But you always because have of the to taxes. Remember.
2: Yeah. The taxes, so right. the, gover- the government, le- this is why legalization and you predicted it. So many people I, I talked to about this topic, I remember back doing pushing the odds with you and you were like, yeah, legalization is great, but you got to remember something that once the government starts to get involved with it and people start f- f- figuring out that you're not going to make a ton of money, the juice is all going to change. And I was like, what? You're like, yeah, um, get ready for minus 120 to be the standard price god i hope not like, ever i was like shut up you told me that you said that to me and i know, in, in I know. Sitting it's happening the, now at, they're at, inching at up. the palms you told me you yeah. go minus 120 is going to be the standard price if this keeps going because of the tax rates in some of these states are going to be outrageous well they changed like, it now where they're not so much
1: i mean you can't get more to new york there's that new york somehow duped all those people into agreeing to pay 51 of tax rate that's uh, how you were operate a business, paying fifty one percent in taxes is is beyond belief to me, but now they're doing it with the upfront fee, the licensing yep. fee. You know what? Because now they're seeing the numbers and they're going, I mean if they ain't going to do the volume that they say they're doing or what the books did to combat it was we'll give away all the money, but the promotional money is not taxed. So, so,
2: you know, that part of the handle, what a game that was, man, that, uh, that, that was, I would have loved to have been in the lawyer's conversation. Uh, going, like, hey, what if we put in that the promotional money that we put in is not taxable? Yeah. That's a loss. That's actual money, but it's not actual money, but we make it up. We just print it in air. And then we get to, on our taxes say, actually, that money's real. That's real money that we're giving. But is there any hard currency? Well, no, it's just, it's, it's, it's like, you're, it's like a, you know, a game. We're just going to create the money. And, and then we get to say, well, we lost money this quarter. Yeah. Well, did you lose money this quarter? Well, not real money, not actual money. We didn't lose money. But in, in theory, did we lose money? Yeah, in theory, we lost money. So we can't pay you any tax rates. Sorry. Like, I mean, it is, what a game. Like, what a game Crazy, that they pulled. Man. Unbelievable. Emperor's got new clothes type of stuff. I mean, just unreal legal uh, spin. I love when you say stuff
1: that's smart, but maybe, you know, maybe missed by some people. It's great. I love it. So
2: it's clothes. just, it, it's, it's just amazing to me that now some of these states are going like, Yeah, we're not going to do that. (laughs) That's not, we're not okay with what you guys are trying to do here. We're going to, we're going to change the law here. And no, you can't do that here. And New York was the first one that did that and said, yeah, um, that 51% is actual dollars, guys, not made up money. Like you're going to pay us 51%. Absolutely. Yes. And you're going to pay us $25 million per license too on top of it. Yep. Thanks for coming. And now California is gonna go to the ballot box in November. Yep. Having a chance to vote for online gambling. Yep. If they get online gambling and that bill passes, it's a hundred million dollar upfront fee. I mean bring the the big two hands. Million license fee. Four times what New York is gonna have. Hundred million dollars upfront is (laughs) I don't know (laughs) who's gonna pay. Four people. Four. That's it. There's four companies that will pay it. And yeah. that's it. And that's, and I don't think it's, I mean, a part of me doesn't think it's even that bad of a thing because those are the four are going to be left over anyway in terms of a national scale. Well, you talked about it in the content space. And, you know,
1: guys, hang with us here. I mean, we're going to move on. And we're going to get to a couple other yeah. things before we get out of here for the show. But it's been a great discussion and a great talk. They
2: loved it. This I, I, is, I, I, yeah. I apologize. Your
1: <laughs> chat's been um, loving this. This is one of those things that you go, um, you said it great. If you're in it long term, I think it's better off. It may not be better right now, but you you have a better shot of making it both in the content space, both in the book space. There's a lot of books opening up in places, getting licenses in states where the path to resistance is not that high. They're not doing no business. They're going to go away. Mm-hmm. They're doing stuff that isn't ultimately helping the business. I worked in a compound. I called it a compound. It was an office complex. There were books in upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, downstairs in this building. And then the next different books are the same book, different books. Wow. So like, as we expanded, we took over like three office spaces. We started in one We got really busy, really fast, really grew. So we said to the guys at the place, we need bigger space. We took three. But at one time, there were probably 50 to 80 books in this little three building office complex that I was in. They would be there one month. They wouldn't be there again in the next month. And you're like, where'd, uh, hey, where'd Scotty and, uh, And Jimmy go, I don't know. They're gone. Oh, they didn't even tell me they were leaving. Like I never saw these people again. I'd see them every day as I parked the car and walked by the goats or the (laughs) The goats. Oh, there were goats every day walking around the parking lot. There was just random goats walking around the island in Curacao. We would walk by the goats. I'd say, Hey, good morning. What's up? And when you got bored, you went down and and bullshit with them and learned, you know, what they were doing. Hey, you guys running any promos? We won't run the same ones as you. What are you doing? You always right. compared notes. You knew if if you were betting upstairs and cheating them, they told us. Like everybody oh, talked. Everybody knew who wow. the who the, the 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 schmucks were and like the the bonus whores. Everybody knew. Y'all you yeah. talked. You're just trying to make a living. But then they would be gone. Like there was a couple of guys that, to this day, I'd love to know where they're at because they disappeared without saying hello. They didn't owe me no wow. money or anything. They just owed okay. me a lunch.
2: A <laughs> lunch bet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hammer through some of these baseball topics. It's yeah, a really fun conversation. But um, what is your take on the Angels manager interim Phil Nevin getting 10 games for the code red that he ordered appropriate for what happened? He got 10 games, 10 games. He got 16% of the season. They gave him. Wow. Seven-game uh, suspension for pitchers, what makes sense, right? I mean, pitchers losing seven games isn't that big of a deal. It's, it's one start that they miss, One or two starts. But a manager missing them. 10 games is significant. I mean,
1: the Astros were hammering garbage cans and the, the manager got a year. Like, Yeah, true. If you're the boss and you're complicit in behavior that affects the game, you have to be punished. I mean, there's a 100% chance that he told that kid to throw throw at that guy. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And <laughs> don't <is> miss. Because <laughs> if you throw at him and miss, I'm I'd sending you to Edmonton or wherever your <laughs> trip away is. Right. So you better hit him. Um, I mean, they got to do something. 10 games too much in your eyes i don't think it is uh, i don't know
2: It's a lot though i mean it's a pretty steep suspension for a manager to lose 10 games but i think it's because it's just indicative of what happened i mean that wasn't just a bench clearing brawl that was a melee that was bad so if
1: he hits him <laughs> and he walks the first there's no suspension
2: there's probably a two game maybe a three game
1: i mean the crime is the throwing at
2: the guy correct but it's the result the is why but but the fight that it kicked off is why he got 10 games
1: yeah, that's like when a guy gets suspended in the NHL because the guy got hurt. If the penalty right. was him cross-checking him from behind and smashing his face into the boards. He just happened to get his hands up and survived it, and he got a two-minute minor instead of a two-game suspension. Because it was a fight, he got 10 games. I don't know if I agree with that, but I mean, something's
2: got to be done, right? Something has to be done, but they're still going to do that. It went international. It was an international news story. It embarrassed the embarrassed the league. So that's why. I mean, Ichiro. I mean, I mean, um, uh, Otani was luckily not in it. He stayed out. But could you imagine if Otani had gotten hurt? Someone took a swing at him. somebody Somebody cracked him. If
1: somebody got hurt like that,
2: like oh, that would have been real bad. So I think that's one I think the the result of the beaning is why he got 10 games because of the possibility of what could have happened if right. something really bad had happened. Right. Trout or somebody gets Yeah, murdered. somebody significant yeah. blows a shoulder an elbow over a fight over getting a hit in the ass in a in a Seattle LA Angels game, not On even significant Sunday, like you know, a Sunday June. afternoon. <laughs> yeah, right. What so I think you, that is why he got 10 games. Right. What are you doing all of you? All of you, stop. Yeah, like not not smart, right? All right. So the Rangers won on the run line against Casey yesterday. They hammered them. Plus one fifteen came in for me. Well, do you? F- uh, what's your philosophy on this? Because I-, I do have a play on this, but do you just bet against the Royals here in this series? Given the way the Rangers have played, and just take the run line plus money every time. Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, or do you I might wait and watch about starting pitching? I might peak. Pitching is pretty flat. It's even. Ray. Yeah. When the price is
1: going up, are you laying juice today on the run line? Yes. Really? Uh, hold on. What was it now? It was plus 112 when I bet it. Texas minus 150. It's plus 110. Okay. So it's going down a little and plus 105 and some other places. It was 115. You want I bet to bet it yesterday. and they
2: get plus money, you better bet it now. Okay. Because I think it's talking about the number two team in Major League Baseball against the run line and the worst team in baseball against the run line. And Rangers, yeah. the Rangers killed their pit did their bullpen pitching in that game. They were actually plus money during the game. Yeah, it was four it was four line. one. It was three no was three nothing, four one, and then they got a five yeah. four lead. And then they hammered the right. bullpen for five more yeah. runs and won 10-4. Yeah,
1: we were on last night in-game, and I was like, yeah, now's the time to bet the Rangers um, worked out. Yeah, I think so. I don't want
2: any part of KC. Do you? No. <laughs> no Not against the Rangers, but never. Just period. No, period. Yeah, period. I want part of it. Uh, this is for our guy, SoCal DJ, who loves Kyle Friedland Day. He's homesick with COVID, so we're thinking <laughs> about you, bud. Kyle Friedland Day. How do you Kyrie Freeland going for the Rockies at home? It's 11 and a half today for the Rockies. You dare bet the under minus 120?
1: Uh, good luck. I, I, It's a pass for me. I, Ralph Michaels uh, tweeted something this morning about the Dodgers. Thirty-eight. The situation is 38 and 9 to the run line on the favorite. So Dodgers I run have line bet. Is a I have
2: bet. I have been a full unit on the Dodgers run line. Yeah, everybody, I saw I
1: saw everyone that. in planet Earth has the Dodgers <laughs> run line today. This is one of those ones, like in the book, you just know. Because they were minus 190 yesterday, and they lost outright. Yeah, and they got Kershaw going today. Yep.
2: Um, I believe the last time he pitched there, he it was when he got taken out in the no-hitter. Oh, wow. I mean, the numbers come down to 11 now. So it was yeah. 11 and a half this morning. Now it's 11. So people are coming in on the under yeah. because of Kyle Freeland, but also because of Kershaw. Yeah.
1: So, it makes sense to play it under. Mm. Um, I don't want anything to do with this game. away from this <laughs> game. I just, I just know it'd be one of those ones. I'd go into work like and sit there and try anything I could to take a bet on the Rockies or the uh,
2: under, and I wouldn't be able to get it. Just wouldn't be able to get it. All right, we'll do one more baseball play, yeah. and then we'll say goodbye to sports grid, and then get into the circuit sports schedule of the day. Red Sox have Michael Walker going. They had their seven game win streak snapped yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like the Red Sox to bounce back against Toronto yes. today? I yes, do too. I
1: do. I do too. I, I, I do too. I saw it this morning. Totals moving as we speak right now. Nine. Up or down? It's going nine over everywhere. It's going down.
2: What was it? it was nine and I a thought, half? I thought it was nine. I thought it was ten. Oh, over ten last night. No, it was ten last night. S- wow. Because I bet the first five. We we'll get to better to book it. I okay. bet first five under on this game. Okay, so now it's nine. I couldn't, wow, I couldn't believe it. I was like, it was 10, five and a half. Like, how the hell you put a first five, five and a half in this game? Like, what am I missing? That was a bad number they put up in that game. Boston's an under team and Walk has been good. Wait a second. They put up 10 as the total, but they put up five and a
1: half as the first five, five. total? Mm-hmm. Yep. This is why you don't have to show your tickets or where you're, where you're finding this. <laughs> thing, that is not, that's
2: wrong. That's good for you. That was that that multiple books. The That was multiple books. Five. And that one one. Yeah, it wasn't one book. It was multiple books that put that up because of what happened I yesterday. Start playing overnights. It's because it's because what happened last night. Yesterday though, the, the, it was seven nothing after five. Blue Jays blasted the Red Sox pitching.
1: Yeah.
2: So it was my it was minus one twenty to bet it, but it was juicy. But it wasn't like I was like, okay, you want to give me five and a half runs in the first five with Michael Walker on the mound and Stripling's not bad. Sure. Wow. <laughs> I gotta start paying a little more attention to them <laughs> overnights again. Just the totals. I mean, it was weird. It was a 10. I was like, I, I mean, I guess the, the Red Sox have been an under team. Toronto's been a good over team. I didn't understand it. It, it just it didn't now down a full run down to nine. So I don't know. Maybe they, they anticipated the over money coming and they got nervous. So they started it at a ten. But I didn't understand that number. Well, sometimes those numbers indicate, you know that they're a certain thing and some
1: guys are working. I mean, I've told people this now, like this week, next week, the week after an all-star break week, everybody's on vacation. Oh. There's a lot of people watching stuff, maybe for the first time they're watching. They're, I mean, you may ask a guy to do a baseball overnights. It hasn't
2: done a baseball line all season. Huh. Baseball guys on vacation. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it makes it Michael Walker has now gone six five and a third, four and a third, nine and five and two thirds, two, one, three, zero, zero earn runs for the Red Sox. So like, how the hell are you putting a five and a half up? And Rob stripling has not been bad. Six, two, uh, three and two thirds, six, five, two and two thirds, one, two, zero, zero, zero earn runs. Mm. He's, he's an opener, but give me three innings of shutout baseball. Walker does the same thing. You know, give me a two, one, two, two after five, and we're good. <laughs> I mean, three, two after five, could even. Deserve, Deserve. I mean, I couldn't believe the hook. That's five and a half was the hook. I was like, wait a minute, wow, that's a big number. Five and a half of the total being ten.
1: I'm trying to think who did that. Like, well, I not make no
2: sense to me. That's
1: <laughs> that. I, I mean, even when a total's ten, you make it
2: five. You don't put five and a half. You just don't. Juiced at minus one twenty, though. I mean, remember, but I, five I was, bet. That's but simple. I had two bets yesterday at nine and four and a half was the first five total. So what's the difference? Four and a half is half of nine. So okay, so five eight and a I, half I, no, is four. no. I had eight. Sorry, I had eight and a half and four. and four and a half was that's fine. That's it's you're trying. Fine? You, yeah, you're
1: trying to get under money there, in the first five. Yeah, three two you can't three. I, I just I'm surprised that. Three two is a common, common score, and that's supposed to be a push. It's not mm. supposed
2: to be a win, even at under <laughs> 120. So sports, sports grid, I <laughs> yeah, obviously. Sports grid, appreciate you guys. We'll be back tomorrow after the Pat McAfee show, 11 p.m. Pacific time for you guys on YouTube and Twitter. Stay around. We're not going anywhere. We got more to come here. Uh as we go into the circus sports schedule of the day. All right. So this is now we're done with the NFL, Dave. So now we're going into college. We're done with the NFL. Yeah, we did all 32 teams. Yeah, you tell me who we didn't do. Um, I was going. I was going through it, and I was like, "We're done. We did it all." What division didn't we do?
1: Oh, we did the NFC North. We did the NFC East. Did we? Yeah, we did the uh, NFC South. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I know we did the NFC West. So the NFC's good. AFC East, we did, yep. for sure.
2: We did the AFC North. AFC North, we did. We did the South. We just finished, we the, finished South the South yesterday. and we did the West first. Right. So, that's it. Damn. So, now we're on to college. And Alabama Crimson Tide. Start off with the number one team in the country. Over. Ten and a half is the number. How many games they play? Twelve. Ten and a half? According to... DraftKings has it at minus two forty. That, that's over for sure. ten. All right, stop. That
1: that's the worst number I've ever heard in my life. Say it again. Bill was
2: promoting that DraftKings gives him bets. They don't let him bet that. I can tell you that right. now. College football. If you go to the Alabama season win total, oh I did it God. today. You go to team futures and you go to regular season wins. You go scroll all the way down. They buried Alabama like way down on the list. But they've got 10 and a half over minus 240. <laughs> which is I mean, should be 11, the number should be eleven. You think? And but they're just anticipating something. I don't know. Like No, they're they just don't want to put it on a whole number. This is so, and they can't go they can't go eleven and a half because it's one loss. Correct. Now you're just okay. saying, are they undefeated or not? Yeah. So it's Alabama over at DraftKings. It's over 10 and a half wins at minus 240. Yeah. At FanDuel, it's minus 250. I can't believe it. Just go to oh, 11. Okay. They're at 10 and a half too at FanDuel?
1: 10 and a half is okay. over minus 250.
2: Yeah. I don't get it either. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, I know, I know Vegas will put it at 11. Vegas books will be at 11. I think Circus at 11.
1: Uh, let's see what now. Oh, I can actually check that. So, do they lose a game is the bet? It's just I the think same bet for
2: at least a decade. Like <laughs> we used to say that. Do, do they lose a game or not? Um, I'm going to say they do not.
1: But they us not lose we,
2: a regular season game. Let's see if we can find one for right. Alabama. Let's All see right. if we can find a single loss for Alabama. Go ahead. On this. So... Let's see. Alabama's going to play one, two, three, four, five road games. Their home games one, two, three. Here's four, an example
1: five, of what Bill was six, saying. Seven.
2: Shopping prices.
1: Circa, it's 11 and a half under
2: minus 150. Wow. So 11 is the number. Can't you arb that? Can, you know, I guess you can't because 240 versus two, minus two one, minus 150. So you're going to lay a lot more juice on the over. Now,
1: you could lay 240 and take lay 150. You're laying juice on both sides now. It has right. to fall 11 or you get beat up. That's why you, if you just put 11 flat and go for the pushes, I mean, that's one way to book it. But apparently, this tells me, <laughs> Then eleven is the number. We just have to find the win.
2: That's so all the loss you mean? The loss, right? Who's all gonna right. who's gonna beat this team? Home opener against Utah State for Alabama, <sighs> September the September third. We should probably go through and see like how many games they're actually going to just not cover, let alone win. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> we have to approach this a little. Well, bit I, I don't anyway. have I don't have the full schedule breakdown on that. So we're just gonna win totals. We'll go back later yeah. and do against the spread. Yeah. It's a decent, that's a decent exercise to say how many times they may go lose against the spread. So nine but, and three against the spread problem. Okay. So games. Utah state, the Utah state, give me a right. When I was, at Texas game when, two, noon kick Eastern. Yeah. Arch isn't there. The number is already, the number already pissed me off. It was set at 12 and a half. Now it's 14 and a half, 15. Just, yeah. I was so mad at myself. I was like, why didn't I go and bet that? Yeah. Like it was under two touchdowns. It was an absolute gift. Under two touchdowns.
1: I have a I have a sheet with the college games of the year with with point spreads on it. We'll be able to look at. Hold on, hold on,
2: hold on. It was it's 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 15. It was 12 and a half when it opened. I knew to bet Alabama in that game. I never bet college football in June. I bet it in July. I don't bet it i mean i bet it in august really i don't really bet it all that often but my gosh was that was that was a moment that i should have jumped in on and i didn't do it and i choked all right it's got to wow. be on there for game yeah
1: 15 um alabama texas well no i just have the opener yeah it was 12
2: 12 yeah and now it's 15 bye-bye so that it's way <laughs> over history. two touchdowns. Long gone. And it yeah. pissed me off that long gone. Uh, home for Louisiana Monroe. <laughs> Layup. Home for Vanderbilt. What's the line on that game? That's the 30, hard part. 30. I think more. 35. Okay. okay. Home for Vanderbilt.
1: Wow. I mean, obviously up? they win. I'm trying yeah. to figure out the line. <laughs>
2: it's 21. And a half. 21. Home for Vandy? 21. 28 and uh, a half. At Arkansas. Ooh. Arkansas was pretty good last year. They were okay. Not losing Fayetteville.
1: No. What's what's the date of this?
2: It is the October 1st. Yeah, there'll be
1: 14 in that
2: game. Point favorites on the road at Arkansas? I don't know. (laughs) Ten and a half? I mean. I mean, if
1: I say Alabama minus seven, what are you going to do? You're going to back up a Brinks truck and bet Alabama.
2: I need seven and a half. (coughs) KJ Jefferson's back. I mean, they've got their their quarterback back. That can test Bama. That That game can be close. That could be a six and a half point line
1: there is no way they're going to be under a touchdown to Arkansas. Okay. okay.
2: All right. Win. I need to win. Game of the year. Does Alabama lose this game? This is the question if you're going to bet Bama to lose one game. This is it. Home game, October 8th, Texas A&M. Wow. It's a it's a game of the year. It's a college football game of the year. Wow. Man.
1: It's 13 and a half on here, opening number.
0: Yep.
2: Bam ain't losing it. Jimbo's got his whole damn crew prepping for that game. (laughs) That is two top 10 teams. That is two coaches who have gone to war in the media. There is a lot going on in that game. Hmm. You like Bam to win? Yeah, of course.
1: You think Texas A&M can win that game?
2: Yes. Wow. Okay. They have not won at Bama. I don't think since Johnny Menzel did it. Right. It was the last time they beat him. Yeah. But they've won there before. You've Third set of games. That is
1: that going to be like hype, super hype game? I'm, Holy it's be, fuck! You have no. Oh my it's god! Be
2: a, oh my fucking like, <laughs> just <laughs> put it. <laughs> like I mean, now, now you're eleven
1: fifty two. Sorry, oh, Bam Bam. No, we're bam. done. We're done. We're, we're up.
2: Sports Grid. We're, we're oh, that's we good. Want, you Don't have to do it no more. Yeah, All right. anymore. We don't anymore. We're clean there, but that game frothing at the mouth Alabama fans going to that game. Who did they play the week before? That might be the Arkansas. That's what I said. I told you Arkansas minus six and a half. I'm telling you that number is going to be lower than it's supposed to be because it's a look ahead Mm -hmm. and it's a huge game for Arkansas. Wow. Arkansas Arkansas can run the ball. I mean, that's, that's that's not a layup game for Bama. Okay but I think they do beat A&M, but I think it's going to be an absolute war. Okay. That's going to be their hardest game of the year to win. Okay. I, would, I like the over in that game already, whatever the hell it is, I like the over. Um, especially, tell me, that's going to be a 2.30 kickoff east, uh, Central Time that's going to be in the, in, the, in the CBS window. That's going to be <laughs> crazy. Third Saturday in October actually might mean something again. Third Saturday in October has long since been Alabama-Tennessee. It has been a game that Bama has not lost since uh, I think two years before I got to Alabama was the last time they lost to Tennessee. It's been 22 years. I think it is 23 23 years. Oh yeah. It's insane. Alabama has not lost to Tennessee. It can legally drink now was the last time that it lost that Bama lost to Tennessee and Tennessee might have something for Bama. They they might have something this year.
1: They hear the same shit every year.
2: No, this is different though. This, this, this is a different. Six and a team. half is the opening number for Bama at Tennessee. Yeah, it's only six okay. and a half. I fair that. I, I like that. That's that's okay. Who do you like better, Tennessee or Arkansas? I mean, it's a three game stretch of Arkansas, Texas A and M, Tennessee. Two two of the three on the road.
1: I think I'd bet the season went under. Okay.
2: That's, that's because the rest of it, that's a tough stretch right there. I think they could lose one of those games. Yep. That's the stretch that if Bama's going to drop a game, that's when they're going to drop a game. Now I will say this, you've got Mississippi state at home the next week. Bama should win that really easily. Right. You have a, you have, you have a buy and then you're at LSU. LSU is not good. It's a it's not been game. good, but but LSU can come back. I, I would. I don't know if Bama covers that game, but and then 15, they got fifteen point favorites first weekend in November. Okay, that makes sense on the road. Opener. Yeah. LSU, and then at Ole Miss the following week, ten point favorite opener. New quarterback coming in, but it is Lane, Jeez, and so that game
1: they will be. They'll be. They can be as low as four and a half at Arkansas. If these other games are
2: that, Austin P is unfortunately the layup for the Iron Bowl. Alabama's got Auburn at home this year. Bama probably is eleven and zero heading towards that game against Auburn. Eighteen but point favorite. Yeah, Auburn. they should. But it's—I mean—you throw the record. I mean, it's the only time I ever say this, but you really do throw the records out. And I will. Be, you give me eighteen points, twenty points. I'll take Auburn. I take the dog almost every time in the right. Iron Bowl. I just, you give me points in this game. I'm taking the dog. (laughs) Like, I don't care who's getting points. I'm taking the dog. Unless it's like 14. If Bama's, if Bama's 14 or less, I'll take Alabama. But you give me 18, 19, 20 points. Yeah. Give me Alabama. Or I think, sorry, give me Auburn rather. I had a, I think I I think that last year's Iron Bowl that I had that horrible beat. I can't remember what game that was. It was last year where I just got so furious because I had, I bet on Bama and they back, Auburn backdoored it. Um yeah. Oh it was 22-20. It was a twenty-four-twenty-two final. Yeah. That was that was an enormously frustrating game because I bet I think I bet Alabama, they were what? Laying yeah, Bama was minus 20. No, I was on Auburn that year, last year. I I, I took 20 and a half. I was on Auburn last year, I believe. I have to go check that with the Jews. <laughs> What I was on. I'm pretty confident I was on Auburn because 20 and a half points I is what stupid. What I bet yesterday? What the hell are you trying to remember last year? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to go through and see where, what what I watched and when. And oh, that 2020 schedule was so weird. They played the Iron Bowl on November 28th. They had two games after the Iron Bowl. Yeah. That was the game. They lost 42 13. That was the game that I bet Auburn. And they got throttled by Bama. Hmm. They lost that one. So, so you would take 11? 11 wins. So go over 10.5 and under 12 or 11.5. It's 11 and 1. Yeah. I think it's fair. I think Bama can drop a game. Can they lose two? Not with the quarterback, not with the receivers they've got. I mean, Bryce Young's going to be, I mean, like, good luck stopping this kid. He's just going to be so good. Jay Dow said
1: Ole Miss is going to give him trouble. Is this the year to get him? Oh, we do.
2: They always do. I mean, it's it's. I mean, they always do. I mean, it's just yeah. what they do. I mean, in terms of, it's it's Kiffin, it's high flying. They Kiffin knows how to attack Bama's defense. So, I mean, it's
1: yeah. I still maintain. I mean, and you lived it. I love Saturdays. I like Sundays. I love Saturdays. And if we get a couple Saturdays like this, like, you know, you, you actually talking about the Texas A&M and Alabama game, that's 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 some good shit. Like that's It's that. the
2: one part about my resume that I am blessed because I almost didn't do it because the idea of a 23-year-old kid moving to Alabama scared the living <laughs> From shit. Massachusetts. Well, I was in Virginia, but it still was going to I Alabama. I can't believe you even went that far below the yeah. Mason-Dixon line. That's a I, big I move. Yeah, and then I went even further, and I I, just—I went there for five years. Yeah, and it's the highlight of my career in terms of grilling myself into being different that I can actually talk about SEC football being a northerner, and it separates. Because I've been to all these places. I've watched all these games. I know what the fans are like. I know what the band's like. I know what the sound is like instead of Bryant Denny Stadium when Bama scores. It's unbelievable. Like you can't hear it's so freaking loud. So I I, And you're not one of them.
1: No, not even close. That's that's the best part about it. I love (laughs) it because I can ask you. And where people might discount because they have an accent or, oh, they just are, they, they're a homer or they're from there. I can ask you and you're like, nope, that's exactly what it's like. And,
2: uh, you know, that's, Uh, you're beyond blessed with that. LSU, Alabama at Al, I mean, like, it's just like Matt Brown, who we both know, Matt Brown works for, works for VEASAN. Like him and I just like sit around sometimes and we'll just talk about like just the atmosphere, like forget the game, like the game is there, but the atmosphere for Alabama LSU games are so crazy man. for the three days leading up to it. The best, the food, the tailgating, the trash talking, the drinks, like it's just, it's something else, man. Just that's the thing about Southern football that I love. The game is the, it's the crescendo. It's, it's the buildup, but it's everything that comes before it. That that they show up four days prior and they're partying and tailgating and getting ready. And it's just wild. And then in the Northeast, like Friday night, we're watching baseball. Saturday we're watching basketball or whatever. Sunday we're watching football. These people are like, We got one thing on our mind. That's it. It's the game on Saturday, and we're gonna talk about it at nauseum until the game kicks off on Saturday. And then after the game, we're gonna talk about it at nauseum until the next Saturday. <laughs> talk about the whole game over right. and over and over again. Right. So it's pretty cool. All right, a couple of quick ones. Uh, bet prep prop of the day. Uh Leah, we'll skip the we'll we'll skip the props of the day story today because we're running long, we're in right. a long day. So we'll skip the props.com story of the day. Bet prep prop of the day. Zach Wheeler over six and a half K's. We hit this yesterday. We've been pretty good on these uh this week. I think we're seven and two over the last nine. I think we're actually on That's this. Good. So hit it yesterday with Tyler Wells going under three, under four and a half K's. He had three. So we got that Wheeler over six and a half, seven K's or more in nine of 10, seven K's or more in five of his last five games at home, averaging eight K's per yes. face. The Braves back on May 23rd, K 10 of them, yes. the Braves lead major league baseball in strikeouts per game. Yes. Yes. So yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yes. I saw that this morning and I thought this, Wow. This is, uh, I really like Zach Wheeler. So I like the Phillies today. Um, I like under in the game. And then you come with the K prop. So, yes. Okay.
2: Better to book is being brought to you by Caesars William Hill, the new tell sponsor of just the picks, which starts on Friday with me as the host. You can go and deposit using the promo code JTP15, just the picks, JTP15, up to a $1,500 risk-free first bet. That means you can deposit $1,500, you bet it, you lose, you get it back. It's not bad from Caesars here for up to $1,500 for you to jump in. JTP15 for new users, not valid in Nevada, obviously, but outside of the state of Nevada. Boston Red Sox, Toronto Blue Jays, first five, under five and a half at minus 120. Ooh. Talked about this a little bit already. Um, yes, bet it. All right, we already broke it down. Yeah. I got this number last night. Under eight and a half. People know you're not going to get that number at Mac. No, (laughs) but but that's the point because that's why you listen to just the picks overnight so you hear the point and then I come to you and tell you you can tell the pick as do you like it or not. Yeah, break it down. But that's why you bet overnight.
1: Yeah, that 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 number does not exist. Will not (laughs) exist. Unfortunately, (laughs) do you like under five? Five is fine. It's the four and a half is when it
2: is there. Four and a half right now. Yeah. Make sure we go all the way to the full run of CLV on this. Uh it's five under 20. Like it's gonna
1: like one more bet. It's headed, it's headed to four and a half. Somebody, yeah. So I mean, if you're listening to this and you still see a five and you like it, you probably should do it because the next move, yeah. If I was sitting there, I'd be like, all right, we're not going to five under 30. I wouldn't. Some books will. Um, But yeah, it's it's, it's headed that way.
2: Okay. Under eight and a half Astros in the Mets. Under eight and a half Astros. I like Framber today on the bump for the Astros. Great pitching matchup. Yep, against Carrasco. Great pitching matchup. Astros are still the number one team to the under in Major League Baseball. Playoff type game.
1: Yeah, I would think so. Um. Yeah. First lean is under. First lean is under. I'm going to check the Mets against lefties. Um. What's the number now? Is it still eight and a half? Or it's it's down? eight. It's eight solid everywhere. OK. It's it's now coming like eight over 15 here in Vegas at a couple books. Oh, so plays
2: on the over. OK.
1: Well, when you it's not necessarily play on the over, it's just when you at eight and a half under minus one twenty. Mm-hmm. You move the line from eight and a half to eight, you shade the over. So you're laying juice on the over. So you got to trick these bots and these guys that are arbing. You can't give them a free shot. If they bet under eight and a half minus 120, you have to have them laying at least more than 110 on the over because they're going to look to side you in that spot. So you got to start it at it. Over juice, more than minus one ten. You definitely can't do eight under
2: minus one fifteen
1: because okay. they'll light you up.
2: Rangers, Royals, over eight and a half. Mm. Why are we not just on the Rangers run line again? We are. Relax. Oh, oh, you got more.
1: Oh, <laughs> you my got boat. more. Um, over
2: eight and a half.
1: Damn. Can we just do the Texas team total? I'm worried Gray may – he may – I don't know. Uh, I'll book this one because I'm okay. a little fearful for um,
2: the total that the Royals are going to score. So I'll book it. How many runs do you need from the Royals for it to go over? Three. Okay. 10, 10, Six, 4. Three. So, you know, ten, ten, four, fourteen 14 so far in the four games this year. Between the two these. teams? Mm-hmm. Light him up, Texas. Three and one. No ones. doubt, Herman. Three and one to the over. Yep. And then finally, I got plus 115 Rangers run line last night. Done. Bet it. You like it? Yes. Yeah. Just no debate. Coming back. Dodgers run line is the ad from – From I, I added that as well to the card today.
1: Tell – what's her name in, to do it in Spanish?
2: Jenna Tell Garcia. Jenna. Yeah, to do the Dodgers in Spanish, Dodgers in Spanish. <laughs> it's not, actually, you know what? It's actually a really good idea. I'll text Eric that. Say, hey, you have you haven't done the, the, the play in Spanish yet. The Dodgers run line today is the play to make. It has to be. What do they call the Dodgers again? Doyers. D o y e r s Doyers. Doyers.
1: <laughs> I don't know B-L-D-Y. why. <laughs> it's, it's Los, Los Doyers. Los Doyers.
2: Yeah, it must be Dodgers in Spanish now. Exactly what it is, but yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: that's why people <that's> <laughs> I mean, I come in and say it in a books here in Vegas. Can be Doyers, Doyers.
2: Okay. <laughs> Doyers.
1: Favorite thing about today is what? Um, <laughs> well, one, it was the conversation with crack. And you <laughs> it's know, still I mean, mine. It that's just, what's mine. <laughs> that's that's I mean, it, it's it can be both of ours. We've we've done yeah. this. I mean, that was that this was tremendous as real and as raw as you could get, but it's 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 the life. It's it's what we're doing. And and again. We don't have to call anybody out, step on anybody to
2: to elevate ourselves. This is what we're doing, and you know, we'll get you. Know what blowback we're about to get when this when this goes out? <laughs> you think people? so? Yes, absolutely. Really? If not to us, it'll be behind our backs. It's coming, though. Man, people don't like this stuff. They don't like when we say the honest stuff. They 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 get all antsy.
1: Really? Oh yeah, get all up in arms. Keep asking us to do these other shows, though. Like, and
2: all this other. I'll be stuff on with like, Scotty on Sports Grid. I'll be on with exactly the boys at, yeah. at five and five twenty five East, uh, Eastern Eastern awesome. time. Awesome with Jarrell. Today. Yeah. So I mean,
1: that's 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 so far my favorite thing about today was the conversation with Crack and the realistic expectations for people in the space, in the mm. business, all kinds of stuff. And people, I mean, if you want to say something, just reach out. Matt's DMs are open. You can send me a DM and I'll I'll answer back. I don't really look at those things because there's just too many of them and I'm doing too much other stuff. If mm-hmm. I start getting in that, but I mean, you got to go even to the betprep.com slash chat. To, to you. access
2: that, you. right? You can do, you could, we're right there. We go on there. Yeah, no, the Discord. I mean, I haven't, like, even, we haven't even turned the gasoline on that. that that's coming right. once Justin Picks launches on Friday. But as soon then, as I go be,
1: get this new phone turned on, and I'll be able to pay attention more to that because I'm trying yeah, to limit I mean, the
2: screen time. But that's yeah. our, I, I think one of the things that we've tried with this show, and I think what people have responded to when it comes to this show, when they watch us and to listen to us and how we go through it, is that like, we try to position this show as just two people talking, and we want to talk with you guys, not at you guys. So, we want you to be in right. and be a part of what we're doing. So, questions and conversations, and you know, you guys know Kendall and you guys know Madeline, right. you know, our kids, and you, you know where we are, you know what we do. So, it's just us living our lives and just happen to have microphones in front of our faces. That's, That's kind of how I people say, What's the show like? It's just two people talking about betting with microphones in front of their faces. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it, 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 and it's true. And it's like, you know, we'll be the first ones to say when we're wrong. First ones to say Ooh. when we're right. Like it it doesn't matter. Like it, it's it's. we're trying to build something. It's That's also my favorite thing about today is when we do the show, we have this tremendous group of people that watch it and interact and give us thoughts and ideas to go back and forth. I mean, somebody just said BVB loves crack. Print the shirts. It's that's beautiful, <laughs> Chef Benny. I mean, it's absolutely I to, beautiful. We had a great story we told on cash considerations when we had crack on, and he didn't know until later. But one of the guys thought he heard him say him and Gil. Uh, Gil called the segment "ass, ask crack." Now, if you say it fast, it sounds like "ass crack." But he called into the show to <laughs> tell him. He said, did you say ass crack? And he said, no, ass crack. crack. (laughs) That's unbelievable. so beautiful. I tell Bill this to this day. It's so
2: good. That's beautiful. All right, guys. We went way over today, but thank you for hanging with us. Subscribe. Hit the like button if you would. Tell everyone about BVB. Join the brigade. Be a part of it. Be watching for Just the Picks on Friday. New podcast dropping daily podcast overnight, which we'll get into. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Hopefully tomorrow we make an announcement about where we're going to be on Thursday. (laughs) Hopefully we'll see. I'm off to find out. We'll talk to you tomorrow.